This is the Apocalypse Survival Guide. We are here to help you survive the apocalypse. Which apocalypse, you ask? All of them, from A to Z. Each episode, we cover a different type of apocalypse and give you advice on how to survive. The rules are simple. We choose an apocalypse, depicted in a movie, and cover how you could survive that type of apocalypse. So stock up on supplies and get ready to survive. Hi, I'm Drew. I'm Frank. And welcome to the bunker. On this episode, <laughs> Feliz Navidad. It's Merry Christmas. Mele Kalikimaka. There you go. It is our Christmas special. And the uh, the movie that we have chosen is Gremlins. That's right. <laughs> Gremlins Christmas special. Which uh, I have already said it to you. I throw it back to your idea of obviously this is an apocalypse. It yes. fits that as well. People don't see this as that, but we'll get to it. Oh, we'll get to it. I, I agree. Yeah, when it was first uh, proposed, you don't want to propose it. I'm like, mm, we could do that. And then it had been several years since I'd seen it. I'm not going to say how many. Again, not trying to advertise how old we are. Yeah, it's a long time. Out of, you know, depression is the reason why. Yeah. But, um,. And then I watched, I'm like, this easily falls into, obviously, this is an apocalypse. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's more timely to do it now because it's a Christmas it's movie. For Christmas. That's it right. Is, yeah, it's 100% Christmas, too. It's Christmas everywhere in this movie. It's, I, yes. I'd forgotten it was Spielberg until I, I saw the beginning credits. I was like, holy shit, this is Spielberg. He didn't direct it, but he was involved in it. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I thought it was a Spielberg movie, too, but he produced it. I think it was another uh, guy who directed it. I gotta find out now. Or we can look. You can look. I'll up. look it up. Go ahead. But uh, I thought it was a different guy, director, and Spielberg was just okay. I just saw his name in the credits, and I was like, "Holy shit, Spielberg!" Yeah. But he was kind of involved in all of those types of movies back in that era. Yes. It yeah. was his Thing then. It's still kind of his thing now, but yeah, true. But yeah, you attach a Spielberg name back then, and people are like, "Oh, Spielberg!" Mm-hmm. So. But, uh, so the Gremlins is the movie. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Go. Uh, so start off, uh, the movie opens in Chinatown somewhere. Yeah. Um, we got the dad narrating. I like from, from the jump, from as soon as the movie starts, I don't know if you noticed, they show a sailor grabbing a prostitute <laughs> in an alley to bang. No, I didn't. You I, missed mean, that? I know there's a lot of stuff going on with the people walking around. I didn't really totally. It showed catch some that. sailor grabbing some, you know, <laughs> young Asian lady. Uh, and uh, listen, that's maybe that's for you. maybe that's not what happened, but I'm going to throw my own ideas in there. I think that's what's going to happen. See, there's two telltales in this movie that you know shit is going to go totally awry. Number one, it starts out in Chinatown. Nothing ever good comes out of Chinatown. As from the movie. Big Trouble in Little China? That one, Big Trouble in oh. Little China, or J.J. Geddes in the <laughs> all-time, all-time classic. Um, Chinatown? Chinatown. With Jack yeah. Nicholson? Yeah, with Jack Nicholson. That's what I was thinking of, Jack Nicholson. Uh, but yeah. Or Jack Nicholas, whichever, the golfer. My God. 
Oh, it isn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah no. You're really, you're really <laughs> yeah. throwing me off. Oh, sorry. All right. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so then you have the dad narrating the story. Uh, not sure exactly who the guy is. Don't care. Um, we start off, and then there's a kid. Uh, I guess an Asian kid. I don't want to indicate what nationality is. You know, 2017. I don't be racist, but he's definitely of Asian descent. Yes. And he leads the dad down into a shop in a basement. We learn the dad is an inventor salesman type because he's got these inventions and mm. trying to sell them. And then the uh, <clears throat> excuse me, well the dad's talking to the there's an old grandpa there. The dad's talking to the old grandpa about you know trying to sell him his travel all-in-one toothbrush bathroom buddy ba- bathroom buddy thank you he hears a uh, an animal and he goes to check it out he finds the mogwai aka howie mandel um does howie mandel voice yeah i did not know that yeah. no shit yep. huh that takes significantly away from the cuteness of gizmo yeah because Gizmo's literally, they made the cutest animal. That not that it's real, it's fictional, but the cutest animal that's ever lived. They tried, Gizmo. but now I know it's Howie Mandel. It's Howie Mandel. Yeah, yeah, that yep, kind of ruins it. So uh, he finds Howie Mandel uh, and <laughs> he finds Howie Mandel, <laughs> <laughs> that's and probably the only person in the history of forever asked to buy him because then nobody else wants to buy Howie Mandel. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's hard enough to just watch. Yeah, so then, uh, but then uh, Grandpa says no, no sale, which, you know, terrible salesman. You go own a shop to sell things and then don't sell anything. Yeah. But maybe everything's for sale except for the Mogwai. Who knows? Um, then the kid meets the uh, dad outside and says he'll sell him Howie. Um, and then he gives him the three rules. One, no bright light. Sunlight kills them. So they're vampires. Um, oh, good call. Two, don't get them wet. That's no fun. Uh, no water. So he even later on in the movie, he even say, don't even give me anything to drink. Yeah, the dad says that, though. So how does it live? Uh, that's what I thought. The dad said, don't even give he's, him he's giving him the rules. And he's like, don't even give him any water to drink. And I'm thinking, well, it's still a fucking carbon-based it's animal. A, it's a mammal-ish. He's going to need to yeah. drink water to yeah. live. I think it was just, I think the, the, the Chinaman was saying don't or the no it's a little chinese kid well bo- yeah a little yeah. chinese kid yeah yeah we're saying don't get water on it as they spoiler alert do get water on it don't dump a freaking you but know you'd think if he had a like a, a straw in a bottle he could drink yeah you know what i mean or, or his beaker you'd think would be okay because you got to drink and is he is drinking something at some point isn't he no not gizmo maybe not which there's another Later oh, no, on, no. later on, the the gremlins are, are drinking, drinking in the bar. And, and you don't see them popping like little other gremlins off them. Right, that's what I was thinking of. I remembered at some point they were drinking. And mm. I think they actually have to get wet for it to happen. They have to drink something. I thought that right. was, but they, they, that was later on. So basically, at some point, and I'm, Howie is dying of dehydration because they refuse to give him any yeah, liquids the because thing. they're afraid. He's, he's like, right. <laughs> I, <laughs> you know, uh, and then the third rule is don't feed him after midnight. My question is, which time zone? Yeah. Like they just say after midnight. So what? 
you know, is that midnight China time or midnight, you know, local? Exactly. What if it's eleven fifty nine and he's still chewing his last bit of food? I mean, does it the magic stroke of midnight? That's a little vague. <laughs> and when are they allowed to eat again? In the morning? After midnight? Like, are we talking midnight six? to eight? Or <laughs> yeah, just that's like, what I mean. What, what is this after midnight? It's thing? very vague. It's very vague. You know, and what if you're like, oh, it's only 10. Here you go. And then he starts eating. And as we learn at what happens when they eat after midnight, we're not going to spoil the movie made in the 8, 1984. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> if, what if they eat at 10 and you're on the wrong time zone? You've traveled to mountain time and now he's on central time. And he's like... Dude, I wasn't trying to turn into an evil creature. Now I have. <laughs> the rules are very vague. Yeah. Let me be a little more specific. Yeah. Um, so then he gets uh, Howie, and then we cut to an idyllic snow-covered town because um, it's a Christmas. It's right on Christmas time. Uh, we meet the main guy, main character, Billy. He's trying to start his car. It's the VW Bug. It won't start. Um, Thanks, Bryce. I fucking hate those cars. I hate them, too. But the fact it doesn't start is not a big surprise. No, that's what I was saying. I, I was being sarcastic. Oh, okay. Are. They're piles of shit. The old ones are. Yeah. The new ones. You know the new VW Bugs? I know I got some my buddy who has one. Oh. Um, and his wife has it. and He's got like 200,000 miles and running strong. Huh. I still hate him. Oh, I hate him too. The ugly but I'm just shit. Yeah, but I'm just saying that mechanically they run like a dream now. Maybe mm. not back then. Plus, it's German engineering. Usually, that's pretty good. Usually. Yeah, that's Usually. good. I mean, but... Uh, German engineering will come up later in this, uh, this podcast for me. Yes. Sir. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it shows uh, Billy walks to work <coughs> at the bank. Why, why drive? Because it took him like five minutes to get yeah. there. It's, it's like, almost, why you bother right. driving in the first place? Right. Almost more effort to start the car and drive there. Yeah. With his dog, by the way. He takes his dog with him. Yep. Because who doesn't take their dog with them to work? To a bank. At a bank. At a bank, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Or you're wearing a suit and tie. Yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, so then uh, we meet the lead lady, Phoebe Cates. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, is what I put. Oh, I, fucking yeah. I had forgotten. Because, you know, she dropped out of movies in, like, the early 90s. Right. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I got to touch on Phoebe for a moment. <clears throat> I Please forgotten. touch Phoebe. Please touch yeah, Phoebe. I'd love to. <clears throat> um, having not seen her for 20 plus years in any movie I had forgotten how gorgeous she is she's so attractive yes um, number two you know as we do I looked her up looked up some other stuff did you know do you know who she's married to I do I was going to bring it up if you didn't I, I didn't know that mm-hmm. and for a long time she's been married to him since 1989 Kevin Klein Kevin Klein people don't know yeah, yeah. For a long time. Three kids, I think they have. Yeah, she basically raises the kids now. Yeah. Or I don't exactly. know if she's still raising them. I don't know how old they are. Yeah. Sounds like we read the same thing. But yeah, when we we're when I was looking her up, I'm like, holy shit, she's in her 50s and she still looks fucking great. Uh, didn't know she's married to Kevin Klein. Mm-hmm. And I question you this. I don't know if you found this. Did Kevin Klein come out as being gay? That was a movie. No, but I thought in real life. Somebody, I remembered hearing somebody say in real life he came. I know that was, I forget what movie you're talking about, but I know which one it is where he, yeah. He yeah, he out. came out as gay and then dated Tom Selleck, which, yeah. Magnum, oh, why? That. Magnum, man, why? I'm surprised he got the role for Blue Buds after that career decision. He's Tom fucking Selleck. Right. I that's, get, that's I get why that you that's, don't play a role of being gay. I'm aware, but it's still Tom fucking Selleck. <sighs> All right. I mean, I agree. It was like, what are you doing, dude? Yeah. 
I get you're trying to stretch stretch your, you know, your range, you oh, could say. Right. But your anus. Um, but um <laughs> you know, you're Tom fucking Selleck. Yeah. He's trying to validate himself as a dramatic actor with more depth than Magnum PI, I guess. But he doesn't need to because he's fucking Tom Selleck. So anyway, yeah. Speaking of Spielberg though, since we went on rabbit holes, you know that you know who the first pick Indiana Jones was, right? It wasn't Harrison Ford. I know it wasn't Harrison Ford, but I don't remember who it was. Tom Selleck. Oh, okay. Nice. Okay. But the reason that he didn't get picked was because he was filming Magnum and the contract that wouldn't let him out or something like the timing uh, wouldn't work out. So they went with somebody else. Good thing. Because, come on, Harrison Ford nails it. He does. Nails yeah, it. He yeah. makes the character. He does. So, so yeah, yeah, the great Phoebe Cates. Yes. Anyway. Um, and then we meet uh, Mrs. Deagle, like the nasty, mean old lady. She's a rich old cunt, mm-hmm. um, a bad person. And she has like a snowman that was expensive and imported. And she thinks that his dog broke it, which mm-hmm. maybe he did, maybe he didn't. Billy offers to pay for it. But then she says that she wants animal control to take the dog. She wants the dog. Well, no. First, she says, turn over me. I'll give it to animal control. Or right. I'll find it and catch it and torture oh, it to that's, death. That's right. That's right. The, the dog's name is Barney. I found a very, very reminiscent and recycled uh, theme is The Wizard of Oz with the yeah. wicked next door neighbor and the dog and, you know, refusing to take money for it. She just wants the dog itself. Yes. Yeah. And then what I find funny is apparently the dog understands English because as the lady's describing this, you can see the dog perking up like, oh, shit, she's talking about me. I mean, seriously. He then undoes his leash because he's got a rope or whatever underneath that he's clipped to. Mm-hmm. He undoes it somehow. He jumps up on the counter, barks at the old lady, and then he attacks the old cunt. Oh, he just Billy him. runs out there. Hold on. Billy runs out there, pulls the dog off, and then Billy says... He wouldn't hurt anybody. He was well, just biting at her arm. There's evidence to the contrary <laughs> that just five seconds ago, it doesn't look like that. It looks like actually he would hurt somebody. Yeah, yeah. Now, you could argue she deserves it. That's okay. But for him to say he would never hurt anybody, yeah, he would. Yeah, to the contrary. Kind of looks like he would. Yeah, he just did. Mm-hmm. And even though she was playing it up, the dog was actually biting her. Even if he wasn't biting her and he was tugging on her clothing and never touched her skin, he was aggressively mm-hmm. going after her. Mm-hmm. So for him to say he would never hurt anybody, you're full of shit, Billy. <laughs> you're full of shit. Uh, let's see. Then we go back to Billy's. Oh, we beat, I'm sorry. We, we meet Billy's mom. Uh, the dad comes home. Um, Billy gets Howie. Gizmo, call him Howie. It's Howie Mandel. (laughs) He keeps throwing me off. (laughs) He gets Gizmo slash Howie. He gets introduced to the rules, explain everything that's going on. Um, So then uh, we go upstairs, and uh, shortly after Billy gets him, he's playing the piano with him. He takes a – no, wait, he shows him – he puts a Santa hat on him. He shows him – uh, his picture in the mirror, but then the bright light gets him. He falls and trashing hurts his head. So within five minutes of Billy owning him, he's managed to blind and injure Howie slash Gizmo. <laughs> and you can see a little bit of blood on the yeah, top. Yeah, because he wraps up his ears. Yeah. Like a, 
He's a terrible owner. Terrible. Five fuck. Not to mention he earlier, does, the mom blinded him with the flash. Right. The, and the dad's like, "Oh wait, wait, don't do that." After she already fucking blinded him with the flash. That's when he tells the rules, though. Isn't yes. It? Yeah, that's when he. But tells he the rules. sees his wife getting out the camera with the flash. Now, I'm going to touch on this later. Maybe he saw her get it, and he's like, "I don't want to say anything." I'm not gonna say anything to her because I'm afraid to, and I'll I'll we'll get to it later. Don't 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 spoil it. Like I'm fucking afraid too. Yes, yes. <laughs> but anyway, yes, you know where we'll I'm be going. There just a minute. We'll be there shortly. Holy shit. But I'm just like you know maybe he's like don't, don't oh, never mind. Yeah, nobody said nobody say boo to that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he's like babe, nothing. I didn't say yeah, nothing. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> She's like, you want the back of this hand? <laughs> He'd be lucky. If yes. The back of her hand. Well, you know, it's Christmas time. She's feeling generous. So, uh, and then uh, we got Gizmo, Howie. He watches TV, racing movies. Um, and then uh, Corey Feldman shows up. Nothing good ever happens when Corey Feldman shows you, up. You said almost verbatim what I had in my notes. Yes, exactly. I said, and Corey Feldman makes an appearance and fucks the whole thing up, of course. But my question is, um, is this... Pre or post sodomite? I'm not sorry, I sh- <laughs> shouldn't go there. That's terrible. It doesn't matter. He's Corey Feldman. That's true. He just yeah, he shows up and everything is just just fucked up from that point forward. And I thought about this. I like I went back and looked at my thing. I'm like, did he really fuck the whole thing up? And I'm like, you know what? Yes, he did. Yeah, he did. Because without the first event that happens, which you're about to describe, without that happening. None of the other stuff takes place. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you were correct. Although I will use this as a life lesson for everyone out there. Don't let your kids act in Hollywood because it's you don't want to be a Corey Feldman. Yeah, exactly. You'll fuck your kids up. Yeah. Lesson for life. Uh, let's see. Um, so then the Feldman shows up and he gets how he wet. Because he, first of all, I, I couldn't remember the movie, like, like, specifics. He had the glass of milk. I'm like, oh, shit, here it is. And then he sits on the desk and knocks over the it's cup like a, of paint brushes or whatever what is, with yeah. water. And that gets on him. Um, and then when Howie gets wet, his furry balls pop out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, sorry. Five furry balls pop out. I wrote that down wrong. Furry balls pop yeah, out his, of his He gets wet. His furry balls. Back. Yeah. Which, you know, you know. Someone gets wet, my balls pop up. <laughs> Three balls pop out. Three balls pop out. <laughs> and then uh, all of a sudden they turn into more Mogwai. <clears throat> fucking Feldman again. He yep. starts it all. Yeah, because it, it produces the fucking asshole of all Mogwais. Yes. Stripe. I know his name is Stripe, but I've always called him Spike. Uh, yeah, he almost seems like it should be Spike. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because, and I know, I used to, when the movie first came out or originally saw it whenever that was um i remember called thinking call him spike and then i know it's actually stripe yeah but i don't know why you call him spike because you got that stupid mohawk and i think initially look that one's got a spike i mean did they say spike on his head or stripe i don't know it doesn't matter i don't remember um and then we we you know uh we learn out we learned spike slash stripe is a dick yeah total dick he spits on howie uh he wraps barney the dog and christmas lights outside to freeze to death and gets in, and you can see is actually enjoying it because he's like sleeping in a box, box or yeah. case or something. 
Yeah. And he's kind of laughing. He hears Barney crying. And he's laughing about it and smiling. Mm-hmm. So he's a douche. Yeah, he's just a dick. So Billy, mm-hmm. within a handful of hours of having this, the Mogwai gizmo, mm-hmm. has blinded him twice. Hold on. So this is it's when we first meet them. It's the Christmas season because there's decorations. Yeah, and this so. How, you know, this is within the max a month. But I think it's a week or less. Oh, I think it's only a couple two days. days. Okay, yeah, I, I agree. Think it's two days. But even within the first handful of hours, mm-hmm. he's already blinded him, mm-hmm. injured him, had yep. to bandage him up, and then uh, broken one of the two rules of... Actually, he's... Okay, he broke two of the three rules in the first day. We'll just say one day. In the first day, he broke two of the three rules. The very first night, yep. Bright light. Yep. And got him wet. Or first which, day, yeah. Which made him reproduce. Yeah. And that's not even to mention the injury to his head. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. Terrible pet owner. Uh, the worst. <clears throat> yeah. I don't I mean, know how seriously. Barney made it as long as he did. Poor dog. <laughs> I don't know how either. Uh, I don't know how either. But, you know, you know, you get wet and free balls pop out. I don't know <laughs> what else to say. Um, so then um, Billy decides to take one of the new Mogwai. Because there's only two, two, there's Howie and there's Spike slash Stripe. And everyone else is just white furry noise. They're just, yeah, those other Mogwai. Like, they, they don't even name them or, you know. Right. No, they, they and I thought they did. Because I know that one of them's kind of like more like stocky, brutish. I thought it had a name. But, yeah, after watching it this time, they don't. They only name Stripe. Um, Isn't it? Isn't it Gizmo he takes to the teacher? Mm-mm. I thought he took Gizmo to the teacher, puts one drop of water on him, another furry ball pops out, and then he leaves that furry ball with the teacher. I thought he he just he brought just one of the random ones, unnamed extra Mogwai number three. Oh, okay, <laughs> and then he produces another one while he's there. He does, to, yes, to yes, show that's what I say. the process. Yeah. Yeah, because he takes it to his old science teacher, and then he shows him how he multiplies because he takes the little animal, or sorry, he takes the little water droplet thing and drops one drop of yeah, water on him. drop of water, which yeah. makes one extra mogwai. Yes. Which I wanted to touch, I have it later in here, but I'll just say it now with this whole, like, we're talking about how they reproduce. They're obviously asexual animals. They don't have a gender because they don't have to, They because of the way they reproduce, they don't have to have reproductive organs correct they, just, they pop off furry balls but every single one of them for the most part takes on a male uh gender persona correct it's the only two exceptions i saw and when they're in the bar later the one sitting next to spike like his lady mm-hmm. is, is basically cross-dressing because it's in like you can tell it's just it's wearing like and has lipstick smeared on his face. And then there's one that's doing the flash dance thing. Correct. Other than that, every single Mogwai and Gremlin is like a male, but they're asexual. I just thought that was interesting. Anyway. Which kind of, <laughs> I'm going to go a little more in depth, but kind of like the psychology, which makes sense why I think the Gremlins, especially on the Gremlin side, are so uh, evil. Would you, uh, would you use evil? Mischievous, yeah. Mischievous. Yeah. Because they can't get it out by fucking. <laughs> You know what? Think about it. That's a it. great point. Think about it. You go your whole life and you can't fuck? Mm-hmm. What else are you going to do? Oh, you tear some su- shit up. Super angry and destructive, for yes. sure. Yes. For sure. Yeah. Now, in Gremlins 2, 
I haven't seen that one in almost just oh, as long. Shit, yeah. I wonder if there's any female gremlins in that one. I don't remember them. I don't remember any. It could be. Anyway. Well, now we know why they're all so pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> End of podcast. End of podcast. <laughs> we figured it out. <laughs> and we sympathize with you. We understand now. <clears throat> uh, oh, yeah, but then he leaves his, uh, he leaves the new Mogwai with his old science teacher to be animal tested. Yeah. Basically animal testing. So uh, then we cut to the bar where Phoebe works part-time or in the evenings or whatever. And then uh, Billy walks Phoebe home. He grows some furry balls, and he asks her out on a date. Yeah, just straight up. Went for it. My man. There you go. Went for it. I mean, she's obviously not, you know. Although, you know, I mean, maybe, you know, lucky that he get put in the friend zone. So that's what I'll. Oh, he wasn't having it. He went straight for it. That's what I mean. Yeah. I would have tried sooner. Yeah, yeah, no shit. Because you don't want to be stuck in the friend zone. But then, uh, so then the shitty Mogwai are all hungry, and Billy thinks it's before midnight, so he gives them some fried chicken, uh, and then they eat it. He offers some to Gizmo, slash Howie, who turns it down, mm-hmm. because he, he, he doesn't, you know, he just turns it down. He's just not hungry, I guess. I guess. And then, uh, it shows the Mogwai at school, gets a hold of a sandwich, because the... It's like two in the morning, yeah. And the science teacher guy's, you know, screwing around with a little furry creature, eating a sandwich, and then he decides to leave it there and walk away because apparently, in Billy's excitement, he didn't bother to give the rules to this guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Now maybe he did, but they didn't show it. Yeah, they didn't show it. You're right because I was thinking about it when he just left the sandwich there, and I'm like, the guy's just gonna fuck. Me. And I thought to myself. Maybe he didn't, didn't tell, tell him the rules. rules. Not, not that I'm aware of. Yeah. So what if what? Let's just say the science teacher left this mogwai in a bird cage, totally exposed, sitting on a on a shelf that's like right next to one of the windows. Sun comes up comes up in the morning, and then he comes into his classroom to find a, I don't even know. I mean, if if it has the same reaction, a melted, just dead, fried mogwai. He's like, like oh, what fuck. the fuck, Billy? You could have fucking told me not to leave him out in the sun. That's I thought he was. In, I thought he wanted the sunlight. Yeah, he was a fucking vampire. You should have told me. Billy's an asshole. Yes, I'm starting to realize that this whole movie, he's the fucking problem. He's made out to be the hero because he goes out and likes it. No, he's the fucking problem. He fucks everything up except for Corey Feldman. But we'll 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 let him share some of the blame. Seriously, he fucks. He's the one that fucks everything up. He's an asshole. He is definitely the root cause of a lot of the problems. Yeah, he's not the hero in my opinion, but mom's the hero. Fuck yeah! <laughs> oh, we're gonna get into that. No, um, I I just I can't blame it all on him. I mean, he he he's not like the gremlins. Obviously, cause a lot of the issues. Like he he's what causes the gremlins. I won't argue with that. Mm-hmm. But he's definitely not the hero in my opinion. Not even close. No. So, uh, yeah. So then he, uh, so then the next morning, the five Mogwai, Spike slash Stripe, and the other four unnamed Mogwai extras, um, they need a better union. I'm just throwing yeah, out Yeah, right. Um, they turn into green pods. Mm-hmm. And uh, all of a sudden, Billy checks his clock, and the cord's cut. 
And that's why the time show was 11, whatever it was, and not midnight. So it was okay, he thought it was okay to eat, uh, feed him. Which, if Billy would just go to bed at a decent hour, he wouldn't have been up to hear them. And he could have avoided this as well. Yeah. Just throwing it out there. Well, he's... I mean, he does work banker hours. But that's literally. still 9 to 5. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then uh, it's Christmas Eve. And the pods open with smoke and green light coming out. Where does that shit come from? I don't know where. Yeah, the light, the neon green light coming out. That's impressive. I don't get. Yeah, that's an impressive metamorphosis. It is. I mean, you want like some biological goo, something like that coming out. All right, I gotcha. Where's the light come from? (laughs) Oh, it's good stuff. And the smoke. Yeah, like dry eyes. Yep. Totally. And if you notice in a later scene, the smoke just kind of hangs there for a while. Yeah. It's not like steam. Classroom. Yeah. In the classroom and uh, upstairs. It's upstairs. It's kind of kind of wafting down the the It'd be one thing if when it initially opened, there was some release because you could argue that, well, maybe the temperature inside was warmer than the outside air. And it's, you know, like you open the. uh, But it would dissipate. You open a dishwasher and all of a sudden it rolls out. That'd be fine. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what temperature they're baking metam- at. Yes, there. baking <laughs> at. So maybe that happens. But for it to hang around, I don't know what the fuck's going on there. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So then the time. Oh, oh, which other thing? Why is the science teacher at school with kids on Christmas Eve? What kind of shitty education system? It was Christmas Eve. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Because he's like, you know, he tells the kids Merry Christmas. I guess they're off for break, but. Man, that all the sucks. way up to Christmas Eve. Yeah. That's rough. I bet they've had to walk up hill both ways in the snow, too. For little, miles. Little fuckers. For little miles. fuckers. <laughs> they, maybe they didn't get the next day off. Maybe they had to go to school on Christmas, little Christmas. fuckers. <laughs> so it's true what they say about... It was harder back then. <laughs> it was harder. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so the science teacher finds... He, he sees the gremlins is hatched, and he finds a candy bar... And he, he offers him a candy bar because he's hiding underneath his desk. Then he gets bitten. We find that he got drugged underneath the desk. And he got stabbed in the ass with a, a syringe. Yeah, because he took the blood of that mogwai before it changed. Yeah. And uh, it hurt the mogwai, and you remember that. So That's why he stabbed him in the ass and he died? Or did he, whatever he killed him was on his head and you couldn't see it because of the table, I, the desk? That, I, that's what I was assuming because... Unless there was something in the syringe that killed him somehow or another. But either way, he fucking killed one gremlin, has the strength and the capability to kill a grown, pretty healthy man like that. I mean, this is a problem. Do you... All right. Now we're going to go a little off the rails. And you're going to have to... Uh No, no, not off the rails, but we're going to have to like... How much do you think a gremlin weighs? I've totally thought about this. Okay. I liken them to a really pissed off cat is how I've likened them <laughs> because they're about the size of it. Okay. Let, I, let's, yeah, let's answer they're the lean. question. They're, they are lean. They, they look leathery to me, which you kind of a reptilian. reptilian? Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Reptilian. I'd say they're what? Two feet tall, maybe. I, that's about right. About, it looks like, yeah. I'd say about two feet tall. Uh, they're not stocky. They're they're lean. Yeah, they're lean and kind of wiry. So average amount, I don't know. I twenty pounds max, max. I have a f- cat that's a fat ass, and it weighs sixteen <laughs> pounds. 
So, well, I'll, I'll, let's, let's, let's say 20 to 25 pounds. Let's just say that. 20 to 25 pounds. So. Okay. Let's give it 25 just to be on yeah, the Yeah, just outside. be on the safe side. Because it's lean. It's lean. Maybe it's a little, you know, yeah. sinewy and, like, thickly built, we'll say. Okay. So let's say it's 25 pounds. This is a grown-ass man. Yes, it has your hand underneath the desk. And, yes, this, the science teacher was not, um, he wasn't fat. But he wasn't jacked mm-hmm. with muscle. But a grown-ass man who appeared to have no ailments whatsoever and appeared to be lean and in normal shape. Yeah, probably in his 40s, mid-40s. In his 40s, 40s. Yeah. yeah, so not like old and decrepit. Mm-hmm. Cannot yank his hand back. Now, it may be attached if it's biting it because we don't see what's happening. We're assuming it's biting his hand. Mm-hmm. Can't yank out a 25-pound little gremlin mm-hmm. and fucking either throw him across the room or slam him, WWE style, whatever you want to call it, MMA style, head first into the desk or at least shake his arm. Because later in the movie, you got a Santa running yeah. around with like five yeah, yeah. gremlins hanging off him and he's fighting at him and whacking him. Yeah. Listen. I'm not saying that the gremlin's going to let go. He may have a strong bite. He may take some of your fingers. I get that. But the fact that he gets bit and drunk. Physics still apply. 180 pounds? You think the guy was at uh, least 180 pounds? I'd give him that. I'd give him 180 pounds. An average guy, lean, 180 pounds. So so physics still apply. Yes. That you can lift and pull your arm out with 25 pounds attached to it. Put it this like, and he was on his hands and knees. It's not like he was like laying out flat. Yeah, he's got a good base. Yes, and the gremlin with sharp little claw feet is on tile, so it's not like he can just dig in. You know, the example I think of is I was talking about my fat ass cat. I have a very lean, athletic dog. weighs about forty five pounds. I've seen your dog. Not that dog, my other dog. Oh, because so, lean and athletic is now what comes to mind when that little puffball runs around. Not the puffball. Oh, okay. Not the puffball. Okay. The, the Basenji. Okay. Uh, lean, athletic, 45 pounds. If he is pulling like on the rope or something, yeah, he, he's, he's strong. He's got some pull to him. But I can pull him back to me. Yeah. And this is even when he's in the yard digging his feet into the dirt and trying to pull backwards. Still strong enough. On tile, he's going to freaking get pulled around exactly. like nobody's business. On the wood floor, I can slide him all over the place. So physics, again, you have a gremlin, claw feet, on tile, 25 pounds. By all means, he should be able to pull. That's that's what I have for, you know, in my reality of it category. Is these things, even though they're vicious? Yes. If Even if it latches onto one hand, as you said, just take your hand and just start pounding that thing into something hard the floor a table until you either smash its head even if he doesn't pound it if he should if he nothing else he would stand up because he's got three points of contact on the ground so he's got a good base Mm -hmm. pull his arm out even if he just flails his arm around in a panic reaction because he's not thinking of a plan of attack to defeat this sure. thing, it's, he's, he should at least be flailing around. Now, if in flailing the thing is able to unhook and jump on his face, and then they're fighting and he kills him, okay, that could happen. He's got sharp teeth, sure. sharp claws. Sure. He's going for vitals. Who knows? But to be drug underneath a desk yeah. by a 25-pound right. fucking reptilian gremlin thing, mm-hmm. not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Not not unless he's like this thing's biting me. 
I should get down and crawl underneath here and find out what it is. <laughs> now, maybe he's stupid and he did that. Or or maybe he's just a fucking, uh, uh, what do you call a beta, and he just gave up. Gave up. Sorry, gave he up. Just laid down and gave up. He's like, oh. Oh, my hand hurts. I'm just going to, uh, now it's eating my brain and I'm just going to lay here Fine. and die. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, he was a teacher. So maybe no he offense, was a teacher. I'd, I'd have nothing against teachers. No, so. now hold on. <laughs> he appeared to be a middle school, high school, that area teacher. Yeah. Middle school, I'd say. Yeah. So maybe he was like, thank God, sweet release. I'm tired of dealing <laughs> right. with these kids. Right. Making me work on fucking Christmas Eve. <laughs> yes, I, I'm working on Christmas Eve. I was up the other night till two in the morning. Yeah. Fucking with this thing. No wedding ring because there's no wife worried about him. My, what does my life come to? Thank you, sweet release. Kill me now. So maybe he did crawl and eat. They're like, yes, finally. <laughs> Suicide by gremlin. There you go. That's what it is. Um, All right. Oh, so then uh, Billy shows up because the uh, the teacher had called Billy on this weird, like, device. Yeah, like, had, like sits a on a table yeah, and yeah. He, he, like, put it to his ear. Yeah. Almost, I don't know, it was really strange. Strange. But anyway, so Billy shows up. Listened to one end and talked in the other. Yeah. yeah. And it even rang beforehand. It was kind of phonish, but then it had this like curly cord attached to a bass. It was weird. Yeah, it was very strange. Very strange. So um, Billy shows up because he was told that it hatched. And then the thing uh, jumps out. Oh, oh yeah. He, uh, he claws Billy in the hand. Oh, that's right, because he goes for the phone. Because... He sees the the science teacher under the desk. Yes, the the token, and then he goes to grab the phone, and it claws his hand. That's right. That's right. And then it grabs the apple. So Billy runs. Oh no! Then the gremlin blasts through the air vent. Yeah. Now he's in the vent system. He's in the vent system. So Billy goes to the nurse, nurse's office. And Billy is still yet to see what the thing looks like. We us too. True. Yeah. So then Billy goes to the nurse's station. And get something to wrap his hand because he got clawed. And that's when the big reveal. Yep. The gremlin pops out of the cabinet. Yeah. Because he made it through the air vent into the cabinet at the nurse's station. Look at he split. And then throws some shit at Billy. He jumps down, blasts through the door. Well, there's a, like a lot of schools, I don't think they still have them, but there's like a little vent in the yeah. bottom of the door. Yeah. Blasts through the vent of the door and runs off into the night to cause gremlin-like mischief. <laughs> Uh, so then, uh, we cut back to Billy's home. We're yes. getting there. Uh, Gizmo gets, uh, put on a, uh, dartboard and they're throwing shit at him. Oh, that's right. Then they throw him down the laundry chute. Uh, mom goes to investigate the noise. Uh, Billy tries to call his mom on a payphone. Now, I know we discussed earlier this weird device that you put up to your ear and talk on with a line. He was on one. It was, it was in his, like, his, it was outside, but it was like a box with numbers and looked like you put coins in. Yeah. Really weird even thing. More strange. I don't know if it's like this movie was really technologically advanced with these items that we've never seen before, or if it's just going back in time. I couldn't tell. Very strange technology. The dad was an inventor. Ah. Maybe he had invented this technology for the yeah. the town. We need to research this. this. We should. This thing you put to your ear and, and talk into. With a line attached. Yeah. It's like a phone. It's like... That you pay for. Like telephonic almost. It is. Yeah. Telephonic device. We'll call it that for now. And uh, 
Oh, so Billy tries to call his mom. Oh, she was in the kitchen baking. This is important. And she grabs a knife because she hears the noises. So she goes upstairs and she sees. The, that's where we see the smoke. Oh yeah, Coming the fog the rolling yeah. down the staircase up to his room because he lives in the attic. Mm-hmm. And she picks up the phone because Billy's trying to warn her to get out of the house. And they pull the phone lines. The gremlins do. And uh, so then the mom goes back downstairs, and she's going into the kitchen. And if you notice, right before she did this, there was a laundry room next to it, and she had like a, it's almost, I don't know what they call it, a sash or a long red piece of, like a, a fabric strap, and she wrapped it around her fucking <laughs> head like Rambo. Because that's what she becomes. Because that's what she fucking, fucking becomes. And she, she peeks around the corner, and she sees a gremlin <clears throat> eating a cookie, and then it decides to climb in the blender. Yeah. To eat something. Now this is this is a, this is a creature. This is something she's never seen before. She doesn't know what it is. She doesn't doesn't realize that it's evil. Doesn't realize what it's going to do. Knows there's some strange things going on in the house with the mogwai and all that and the pods. She already knows of all this. But as soon as she sees this thing, she wastes no fucking time. It's like this fucking thing's going to die. Jumps right to action. And she she it, it leans its head over into the bowl and she turns it on and fucking obliterate it to yep. the blender. It's awesome. Fucking she obliterate wastes it. Wastes no time whatsoever. Blends its fucking head off. I'm like, man. Yes. Way to go, mom. And, and then, then one jumps out at her and she stabs the fuck out of it with the knife. Yeah, not only that, it starts throwing plates at her. First oh yeah, she, she grabs does, like a she grabs a tray table as a shield. So now she's got a shield. shield one runs up and just. Fucking, Stabs the fuck out of yeah. that thing, like just. Mm, mm. I mean, like Werno style. What's that lady's name? The monster serial killer lady. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway, she just goes like knife crazy. Goes off on her. Then another one, like behind you, there jumps out or throws something in, and she gets her attention. The third one gets yeah. her attention. She grabs like a cooking spray or something, spray slash maces it in the face so it can't see. Shoves it into the microwave, microwave, slams the door, and nukes it to death. Until it fucking explodes, explodes. into green. So. Then she hears more noises out in the in the area, and she grabs two knives, one for each hand. And is going to do more fucking work. Mom's the fucking badass <laughs> oh, she's of the this hero, movie. For sure, she's the hero. She should have been the star. Why she disappeared to the doctor's house for the remainder of it was a complete tragedy. The only reason was there would be no movie left. No, there'd be a movie, but it would be like Billy would be like standing there while his mom yeah. is playing gremlin cleanup and killing the fuck yep. out of gremlins. She fucked. So at this point in the movie, we have... One Mogwai. Yes. And six gremlins. Yes. Because we have the one gremlin at the school and the five that were at the house. Correct. So she's already taken out three of them in the matter of about 60 seconds. Yep. She's killed three of the six gremlins. Yes. And she only thinks that there's five because she doesn't know about the one at school. So she's already nearly cleaned house in 60 seconds until she goes out into the living room and. We'll get that here in a second. Fuckers hiding in the tree and yeah, you you know there's um we we've not you know we're not in the military but they have terms force multiplier. Mom's a fucking force multiplier. She is. She is is the force. 
I don't know what it was like for Billy growing up, but I wonder if he was like, don't make me call my mom. And the kid's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> we don't want nothing to do with her. That bitch is crazy. Yeah. She'll stab a fucker. My mom's stronger than your dad. Yes. We, yes, she is. We know. She is. We know we're not arguing. And that's why the dad did back talk her. Yeah, or he's exactly. like, baby, don't. Oh, she's like, you want the fuck? You want this? Yeah. You I'll want this? I'll take a picture if I want to. You got it, babe. You it's got all right. it. It's all right, babe. You know, he, she's going to fuck me up. Yeah. He knows. He married her. He knows. He Fuck crazy. yeah. So then mom walks into the kitchen or in the, sorry, the living room with her two knives. She gets fooled by the toy in the stocking. And she, she, you know, the thing is, she doesn't waste any time. She goes at it fucking nice and just starts swinging. Like, I'm going to kill you, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. And then it's, it's a toy. And then she gets jumped by uh, the, the fourth gremlin at the house in the, in the Christmas tree. She gets, she's, but she's. It's clawing at her, and she's fucking taking her knives and taking stabs at it, trying to get it. They're trying to kill each other. Mm-hmm. Somehow, the gremlin gets like a sash or something and gets it around her neck, and he's strangling her. I'm like, what happened, Mom? What yeah, happened? You're a badass up to this point. Oh, I know. And then uh, Billy runs in, and they got like swords hanging on the wall next to, uh, next to the, the door. door yeah. So he grabs a sword, and he swings it at it, and he hits the gremlin. It knocks him into the fire, and the gremlin burns to death. No, it lops his head off into the fire. Oh, is that what it was? It yeah. lopped his head lopped off? lopped his head off right into the fire because then you see the body. Right after he does it, you see the body kind of fall over. Oh, next, see, I thought it was the whole her. thing. No. He cuts the head off. Yeah, the head flies in the fire, burns. Nice. And then we see the true uh, personality of Stripe, the little fucker. Yes. He jumps out the window. He's a coward. And runs away. He's a coward. Well, when he's by himself. Yeah, he's the smart coward, but... The coward. The rest of them fought. He yeah. was like, all my homies are dead. I'm out. Well, he's the leader. So he told them to fight. And then when he saw shit wasn't going his way, I will say this. Yeah. You could argue that he saw shit wasn't going his way. And so he ran off to, to go get reinforcements, more. so yeah, to speak. Yeah, that is true. So, Which is exactly what he does. Yes. So then, um, <coughs> excuse me, Billy grabs Howie. Or he finds Howie in the laundry chute, throws him in his backpack. Uh, he takes mom over to the doc's office, and why he didn't come over and say, can can I stay here <laughs> and put a pad on my vag while mom runs off and kills these things? Because so far at this point, I've had she's had three kills. I have one. Yeah, and mine was lucky. And yours was, she. the gremlin she, was distracted, yeah, choking mom. Distracted, trying to kill her. Which, and I was able to grab a weapon, which another question is, you know you're going after Spike. Stripe, whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> Where's your sword? Oh, he takes it. He does take the sword. Yeah, yeah he has a sword when he go when he goes into the Y. He has the sword. Okay, because he's walking around. And I, I actually because I made note of it. I'm like, fuck yeah, he brought the sword. Oh, I missed it. Yeah. Um, so but, then, but then he must set it down because when he starts like messing with stuff, he doesn't have it anymore. But when he first walks in, he has it in his hmm. hand. All right, well, good, yeah. good for him. So then anyway, he tracks Spike slash Stripe through the snow, and then he, like you said, he finds him at the YMCA. Mm-hmm. I noticed that there was a complete lack of a cowboy Indian cop or construction worker. <laughs> did that upset you? Yeah. It, it was did. 80s YMCA. It was the fucking 80s, too. They should have been there. They should have been there, like jamming out in the pool or something. Um, so then Spike slash Stripe uh, attacks Billy, and then he runs and jumps in the pool, and then Billy runs like a little bitch. He does, but with what was going on, I don't, he knows. I get. He, he knows, knows it's, it's going to happen. Right. He I knows get it's going to reproduce. 
But mom would have stayed there and ended the fucking movie right there. Mom. Mom would have fucking. She would have fucking dove in immediately after Stripe. And before he started making his little metamorphosis to reproduce, she would have swam to the bottom. With Broke him, his neck. Cut his head off. Fucking something. Yeah, snapped his neck. Shh. Cut his head off. And then she would have just started shaving those now <laughs> leathery balls. Yes. <laughs> so he has furry balls to leathery balls. Leathery balls. <laughs> she would have started just shaving those leathery balls off his back until she killed them all. I think she would have had her two knives. She would have stuck one in her teeth pirate style. Or before that, I think mom would have been like, Billy. Prepare for glory. And she put it in her mouth and dove in there. Yeah. So she had the spare in her mouth, the yep. other one in her hand, and just started stabbing the fuck out of Spike. Yep. And she would have come up with with its head in her hand and been like, Gizmo slash Howie, don't fuck with me. <laughs> and he would have hide in the back and like, fuck, no, I won't. <laughs> Bitch, you'd be crazy. And then she would have looked at her son and said, Go to your room, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> you are not the man I raised. Yeah, you're grounded, and you're not going with that date with the gorgeous Phoebe Cates. You don't deserve her. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have the balls to put to take care of her. Um, so then, uh, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So then Billy goes to the cops, and he's telling them all about gremlins. They're drinking on duty at the station. Fucking classic. I loved it. I loved, he's like, I'm drinking and driving because you're drunk. You're drunk. They're like going back and forth about who's drunk. But the one, the the actual, the deputy sheriff, we'll call him, uh, was uh, the great Jonathan Banks. I've seen him in like from Breaking Bad and uh, Better Call Saul. He's like uh, the ex-cop enforcer guy. Oh, I love his character. Uh, Mike Ehrmantraut is his name in the shows. That's his character name. Love love him in the shows. I've never right. seen either one of them. He's way older now. So really? I, yeah. I've never anyway. seen either one of those shows, but I know I've seen that guy act in like a million different. Yeah, things. he has been in a lot of things. He's, yeah. he's a good actor, but he was the deputy. Yeah, the drunk deputy. The drunk deputy. Um, then we uh, we cut to the street and we get to see a claymation army of gremlins. A very poorly I made no yeah. in the streets. Um, you know, it was 84, I guess. That was cutting edge. But then we see gremlins about town causing havoc, killing people. Mm-hmm. Like just willy-nilly. Yeah. Um, There's I write hundreds down. of them now. And yes. they are fucking everybody up. Very much yeah, so. Yeah, very quickly fucking up the town. They, I did a bunch of people they killed. I didn't even get into all those. With, um, well. I, I get into this very important one, but other than that, I didn't. The people that they kill? Yeah. Oh, I just wanted to, this is part of the what I had in my notes of just, I guess, their strengths. It would be they are at this point, they're obviously highly intelligent because at this point they're they they're not just wreaking havoc as in like we're a small reptilian minded destructive animal going out there and, and destroying things. No, they're they're problem solving. The one is messing with the stoplights. He yeah. pulls the wires out, and he's testing the stop the wires to see how he can get the lights all to green. They're 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 you know messing with all kinds of different parts of the infrastructure of the town, showing that they're intelligent. So it's beyond them just being little asshole animals. I mean, it's not like a town full of fucking raccoons. Okay, raccoons are dicks, but let's say just let, let's animals. say it was an army of rabid raccoons. Sure. Mutated. Let's 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 take it. Let's take it all the way. <laughs> Mutated rabid raccoons. Okay. And they're just running through 
biting and killing and attacking, like biting a, and scratching and attacking everything they can, like a just a mindless yeah mob. Not that the gremlins are mindless, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then that would be one thing, like oh, that's terrible. But you're right; they are they are using some higher cognitive yeah. abilities to, yes. at one point, drive a tractor to kill some people. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. The, you, you brought, Teamwork driving a tractor. No yes, less. but but messing with the wires on the stoplights to cause car crashes. Yeah. Um, what else? What there's else something else I'll get into. It's very specific. They do. Okay. But uh, yes, you're correct. They're not just mindlessly like you know, kill, eat, kill, eat. They're they're thinking and being maniacal. Mm-hmm. So, um, but the cops don't believe Billy even after they see Howie. Like I've never really seen I've never seen this thing before. Perhaps there's something else out there I've never seen before. Right. Maybe nah. there's some validity to what you're right. saying. So then they get a report of. Like deaths and crazy accidents, so they leave the station. That's we brought up. You know, I'm driving. You're drunk. You're drunk too, but I'm the sheriff or whatever. Yeah. Why do you always get to drive? Because I'm the sheriff, asshole. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> That's great. Which they leave Billy in the police station. I'm not. Listen, I'm a law-abiding person. I try to adhere to the law. But you just were left alone in a police station. There's crazy maniacal killer gremlins out there you just saw it jump in the pool it's not just one yeah you hundreds know. of thousands you know hundreds what's going on two thousands i don't know how many popped out how it worked but you saw right. at least what they showed the claymation army i'd say a good 200 or more that's, easy that's what i would have said 200 okay. yeah you did not at one point think to scour the police station for a shotgun a pistol mm-hmm. any type of weapon any type of weapon a baton, an old police baton, anything you could grab, anything. Mm-hmm. Nope. And they just left him alone in their unlocked police station, which maybe in the small town yeah, you do small that. Small town, probably. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. You'd think there would be something break. You know, maybe there. Maybe all the pistols or all the weapons were locked up, and they should be. But maybe they weren't. You don't see him like looking around. Like it, all I want for me, and I understand it's not that type of movie, but all I wanted was like a case. And him, like, jiggle it with a bunch of shotguns and rifles, like, shit. And then he walks out. At least try. At least try. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not just, I get it's a, it's not that type of movie. But for no other reason than if I'm going to face an army of killer lizard things, even if they're 25 pounds each, I'd like to have a little some type of weapon. Yeah. That's just me. Other than good intention. Anyway. Uh, so then we cut to the old cunt's house. Oh, that's right. And I didn't even realize it was her at first, but... Yeah. yeah, she's an old cat lady. And which explains why she hates yes. the dog, because she has, like, 50 cats. And then, this is what you're talking about. There was carolers outside, she thought. Yeah. And she went to open the door to yell at them, and there were gremlins. So it scared her. She slammed the door. And then when a gremlin opened the back of her, she had an electric chair. Yeah, she got those. Went up and down the stairs, because yeah, yeah. she's old, and messed with the wires. Again, very... Cognitive. Cognitive. Yeah. High cognitive capacity rewires it, reprograms it, whatever. Yeah. And was able to get it where it took off when she hit the button to go up the stairs to hide, I guess, to get it where it was it was going to take her up at a higher speed. Yeah. Which, if you notice, she went up that spiral staircase about three or four floors, it looked like, because it just went up and, and up, up yeah. and up. And it was a huge house because she's rich. It was a two-story house. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah, because when she blasts out the window, it was only two yes, stories. Yes, it was, wasn't it? She goes up like a fucking... Yes. Yeah. Like it was like a castle, stories. like yes. a tower to castle. It was. <laughs> like a, yeah, yeah. And all those pictures, there's no physical... I don't care if it even wound around. 
There's no reason that that staircase was so high for a two-story house. Yeah. But she hits the button. She goes up 80 staircases <laughs> to her second level, gets launched out the window, and dies. Yeah. And everyone's okay with it because she was an old cunt. True. But what they shouldn't have done, and these are the cops because the two cops see this. They yes. see her fly out the window to her death. Right. And they're like, that's Mrs. I don't know. Start with a D. Dieter. I, I wrote it down somewhere. Deagle. Deagle. That's Mrs. Deagle. That's Mrs. Holy Deagle. Shit. Holy She's shit. Dead. They're just sitting there. Yeah. Not only that, I think before that is when they saw the Santa Claus. It was after. Oh, this. it was after. Okay. Yeah. So then they drive on and they see a Santa Claus. No, sitting there, I think, just staring at Mrs. Deagle's body. Oh, they hadn't even moved yet? They haven't moved oh, yet. okay, okay. So across, so across the street from another house, a guy comes out that they know, dressed in a Santa suit, mm-hmm. covered in gremlins. Yes. About five of them, I think, we yeah. determined. They don't even know what it is at first until they're right up to the car, and you can see this little green fucker from, you know, like, what right there at the car window. So, mm-hmm. it's, you know, how close that is in your vehicle. And what do they do? Roll up the window, drive away. Drive back to the not, station. Not, listen, I'm not saying both of them would have had the same reaction, but one of the two, I guarantee it, would have pulled his revolver and pointed it at that little fucker's head and blown his head off. Oh, for sure. And it's if right not, there. It's a they perfect. Should have. Yes. Yeah. 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 Even the so. deputy would have reached across and blasted it right in front of the sheriff. Not a great situation to be in with a 357 revolver, whatever it was, you know, 38. Yeah. All that powder and flash on your face. But but he might. I guarantee he probably would have. Yeah. Or the sheriff. Somebody did. Come on. It's It was ridiculous. It's a actually, small town. And I was actually quite upset by that. What did I What did I put? I, I, I actually wrote something about this. Uh Oh, yeah. It, part of my reality of the whole situation is... This wouldn't be such so bad if you had some cops that weren't pussies who drive away from a fucking murder, two murders that they just saw happen. To go back to the station. One, possibly an accidental death because they don't know how the lady flew out the window. But still, the other one, you're watching creatures murder this guy and they're like, let's just drive back to the station and hide. And on top of that, now, okay, I know that the gremlins, I think, disable like all the phones in the in the town at some point. Because Probably. there's not any phone calls going out, you'd think that the sheriff would be like, "We need the fuck here, here, here's my reality of the situation, how you handle it. Call the fucking state police, call the national guard, or the county, whatever. If they're well, he's the sheriff, so I guess he's, he's a the sheriff, but it seems more like he's a town marshal, to be honest with you. But whatever, let's just say he's a sheriff. Well, yeah, call some bigger there. agencies, get some more people there, get some more guns there, get some cops there that aren't pussies and are going to drive away <laughs> from the scene of the a radio. murder. He's grabbed the radio. Yeah, call somebody on the radio. You know what would have been more appropriate, I think, is if the sheriff would have would have like unloaded his pistol and tried to kill as many grounds as he could, and then he shoot runs it dry, and he looks at the deputy. And he says, we need, we're going back to the station. We're getting more ammo and more guns, and we're coming. And we're going to kill these little fuckers or something like that. I think it was, it was like more of a kid's movie. Like, we need more ammo or we need more firepower, and then drove off. That would have been okay. Yeah. They blasted some gremlins. He's like, we need more firepower. Sure. And the gremlin was one of the gremlins underneath the car and disabled the brakes. Oh, that's they right. They cut the brake line. That's right. There's another yes. cognitive. And yeah. then they drive off. And there's a pickup truck in front of them. They hit it and they flip and die. I don't know. You never, never see, see it again. Never be seen again. Never even. Yep. Never see the police again. I 
maybe that's just the assumption you're supposed to have is that the cops are now dead, and that's why there's no further police action for the rest of the movie. Yes. Huh. Well, then, you know, because then Billy's mom can't swing in this. Oh, wait, she never does. She Save the day. Oh, right. You know. Then we cut to the bar, and the grandma's at the bar. Which is probably one of my favorite scenes of the whole movie. Phoebe serving this. drinks. Yeah. Clients are clients, man. You know, yeah. We don't discriminate. She's trying to keep them happy. <laughs> and as you saw, the gremlins were knocking back liquor and mm-hmm. producing more. Gr- oh, no, they weren't. Nope. They weren't. Not a single. So they can drink. They can drink. Yeah. Yeah. Poor, poor fucking Howie slash Gizmo. They were torturing that little thing. He was dying of thirst. Right. Dehydrating. If he wasn't so dehydrated and weak, he could have told them. No, 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 don't feed them. Don't feed them. They fuck with the clock. Yeah. Yeah. He, was, he could have warned them, but he was like. Ugh. Well, you know, if you watch any survival shows, they'll talk about when you're dehydrated, like you'll you'll be a little delusional, mm-hmm. get headaches, have trouble concentrating. And that's what happened to Gizmo. Yep. He probably would have been like, Billy, oh, Billy, don't feed them. It's after midnight. They're fooling you. But he was so out of it from dehydration. He couldn't do anything. Right. And that's another, you just, you mocking Gizmo's voice just made me think of another part that shows their cognitive capabilities. They can talk. Yes. Especially the gremlins. Gizmo only says a few words, but the gremlins, they'll say words here and there. They don't put together sentences, but they'll say words and they can even read. Mm -hmm. Because at one point, Stripe, Spike, Stripe, whatever it is, they pull... They pull up to something, and there's a sign, and he actually reads the sign. I don't remember what it said. Do you remember that part? I remember that part. I think I'm, it's later. We're yeah, it's it. later, yeah, he, but he reads the words on the sign. So he, they, I don't know how he knew how to read. That's something that's learned even for a human. But at some point, he learned it and was able to read. <laughs> it's They can probably read. It's caused by the dry ice and green light that comes out of their pods. Yep. <laughs> it's all related. Well, it's all connected. Now he did. Now Gizmo was looking at the comic book, and they were there for a day and a half, living in the house as Mogwai. Uh, so I'm sure that you know maybe that's all it takes for them to read. They're that smart. So they learned how to read the English language in a fraction of the time that it takes the smartest human on the planet to learn how to. Read. That's impressive. Well, they know how to see, and this is why they are a dangerous apocalypse. Okay, if Here, they got out of that town, here's the fuck. thing. Here's the thing. I want you to stop and seriously think about this. <laughs> I'm being serious. Okay. Let's say that you you have no distractions, no other interests or urges, and you could focus your attention on one task. How good do you think you would be at that? Yeah. They they can't have sex. So they have no urges or anything to distract <laughs> them. So they're just focused. They're not thinking about fucking. They're not thinking about how to get fucked. So that's what you're saying. Mm-hmm. So if you were to take specifically if you're just take sex out of the equation of life how quickly and efficiently you could learn tasks that you take yeah pretty efficiently mm-hmm. yeah since it comes to mind every what seven seconds for a male yeah, yeah that's what right. i'm talking about man i would be really efficient at a lot yeah. of stuff oh well that's what i'm saying <laughs> uh oh then at the bar um we learned that they hate fire because she lights a match to try to light their smokes Mm-hmm. That they are smoking, that somehow they lit, even though they don't like fire. Yeah, I'm and, not sure how that happened. And but. for a second, I thought, oh, it's just because it's a bright light. No, because there's lights on in the bar and that are brighter than a match. I mean, granted, they're not like floodlights, but there's just normal lights inside the bar. Those are brighter than a match. They're not shying away from those. There's something about fire itself. 
Yeah. Yes. And then uh, Phoebe grabs a, a Polaroid camera, which they're making a comeback. You know, did you see that? Oh yeah. Not like they're, like for they're pretty expensive too, but like you buy like it's a little bit smaller picture, but they're making a comeback. Yeah, I've seen them. Yeah, instant camera, and they she uses the flash to escape because she's flashing them and they're mm-hmm. falling back. And then uh, Billy pulls up in his car, which started miraculously for once. Yeah. With his headlights shining in, which helps distract him, keep him back as well. Yeah. Which I want to point out that the only, I'm just going to say person, but we'll just say the only creature in this entire movie that actually uses a fucking gun are the gremlins. Yes. Which, again, they learned how to use a gun. Twice. Because Spike shoots at the, they're playing cards in the back of the bar. That's right. He shoots one, and then she was trying to escape, and there was a gremlin with a mask and a gun. Yeah. And he took a shot at her. Then Billy pulls up with the headlights, and it blinds him, so she runs past. I think he takes a couple shots at the car, too. Yeah. So, yeah. The gremlin's smart enough to grab a gun. Smart enough to grab and learn the function of and how to use a gun. Billy? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. So... But and another thing that the barge scene showed that I just actually realized while we're talking about it is they all take on specific identities. They all have like their own identity character traits to them. Each gremlin, they're not just like a mass of, you know, which shows intelligence to have uh, the idea of self. But they all actually have that idea of self because they all dress differently. They all have their own like little thing going on. And it was the robber that made me think of it because he puts on a fucking mugger's mask, you know, and that's his identity. There's so. a guy with sunglasses and a hat and mm-hmm. like sitting there smoking and drinking. And right. one had puppets and was being stupid. And you already brought up the one cross dresser. And then one had like the, the uh, flash dance. Flash dance, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Outfit on. There's other ones that were doing other things. Like later had shit on their ears and this on and that on. So yeah, they do attempt to be. Unique. Unique. Yeah. The flasher. I forgot about him underneath yeah, the bar. He's right. smoking in a trench coat and he like flashed. I can't believe TV. I forgot about him because yeah. he was like the funniest scene when I was a kid. Yeah, that this. was hilarious when I was a kid. Was like, he's a flasher. Because <laughs> see, back in the day, I guess guys would go out. I mean, maybe they still do it, but you don't hear about it. Naked underneath the trench coat and then flash you. Yeah. You know. Back when there was actual human to human contact and it wasn't all over the internet. You know, you just send, you know, dick pics. So, yeah. It's, it's the same the difference. Internet. Just, you know. Uh, so then uh, Billy and Phoebe can't get his car to start because it was only able to start for, you know, a plot time. Yep, yep. And they run to the bank, and then Phoebe tells her sad Christmas story. And what cracked me up is she's telling her story about how she hates Christmas, and Billy's, like, checking phones and looking around, like, huh, yep, yep. Like, <laughs> like a man listening to a girl, like, she's telling her about her feelings, and he's like, yeah, okay, mm-hmm. hey, Gizmo, what, you, hey, what, what about over here? Let's look over here. And then yep, <laughs> totally tuned her out, and she's telling probably the most depressing story I've ever heard. Yeah. And he's just tuned her out completely. It's so funny. <laughs> I loved it. It was so funny. Um. God, it was so hilarious because he was just like, oh, yeah, your dad died? That's sad. Anyway, uh, and then they leave the bank. <laughs> and if you notice, once they left the bank and they walked out in the streets, the streets were dead. As there's nobody out on the streets. There was cars crashed everywhere. Some were on fire. It was a beautiful Christmas apocalypse. Like, seriously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was your, your, your typical apocalypse totally. scene. Totally. Totally, the landscape of an apocalypse. Yep, yeah. and it was Christmassy. It was a perfect Christmas, Christmas apocalypse. apocalypse. Yep. I thought that right there sealed it. Not that oh, I thought it sealed it anyway. Right. 
we do what we want. But I mean, I thought that sealed it right Green there. Green cap, that one shot is perfect. It was. <laughs> um, so then they they realize all the gremlins are out. They're I guess I don't know about it, right? But they're not there. Um, and then they go, they search for them, and they find all the gremlins at a movie theater. Yeah, which they make a good point when they say that. Where are they? Um, and he says, well, it's going to be light soon. They probably are all holed up in a place that's dark. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Because yeah. they're, they're going to know that they don't want to be out in the daylight. Because so, we've established they're not stupid. And so they know that, oh, shit, I better find some place to hole up. Yeah. And then tomorrow we can come out and fuck some more shit up. Yeah, and we have seen... Um, enemies in apocalypses like this before in the movies we've done, ones that we will be doing in the future, spoiler alert, um, where they go away during the daytime and they only come out at night. So your enemy is only present at night. That would be the same thing with gremlins, which makes sense why you call them vampires because that's kind of what they are. They kind of, yeah. So, I mean, if this were to spread, (laughs) and we can get this later, you, you, you now have certain parameters that you need to operate under mm-hmm. outside daylight safe yep inside dark in there or nighttime not safe so yeah so like uh omega man i am legend scenario or yeah. the killer shadow movie scenario even though the daytime got shorter and shorter yeah i know like how but anyway yeah how but still you're good in the daytime daylight to go out and operate and do what you need to do, collect, scavenge. But once nightfall comes, now your enemy's going to be about. You know why? You know what? I didn't just dawned on me. I had an epiphany. <clears throat> Killer Shadows. We're going back for you fans that listen to all of them. What's wrong with you? Um, They're shaking their head right now. You know no, why I think? Back. <laughs> you know why I think that the the days were shorter is because um, now think about it. There's we we covered this little, like I think last podcast seven billion people on Earth, something like that. Yeah, somewhere around there, seven, seven, seven billion. Yeah. So let's all of a sudden these killer shadows came in, and they instantly got rid of six point nine 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 billion, or even six point nine billion, and say the other percentage of billion across all the places. Right, and, yeah. The you know what I'm saying? World. Yeah. Yeah. All those people have mass, right? They're probably slowing the Earth down on this rotation. And if you get all those people, it's probably spinning faster, so the days are shorter, right? No. <laughs> no. But that makes as much fucking sense as that movie did. <laughs> actually, so. it makes more sense. Yes, it does. Well, your hypothesis actually makes more sense than the movie did. So, yeah, if we'll you go with it. If in the future any of you see an M. Night Suck a Dick movie that uses this concept, I apologize. Yeah. Because he would. Yes. Um, probably, he probably is drooling over that concept of the movie. It's perfect for him. It's right, it's right in his wheelhouse. It is. So anyway, they go to the uh, movie theater and they're playing Snow White and the gremlins are watching it. Figuring out how to use a projector. Again, very cognitive. I don't. I couldn't walk into a fucking movie theater and use a projector right now. No. I know they're relatively, uh, you know, um, intricate. And Legozama wasn't there or anything. Oh, oh you brought it back. You brought it back. Segway right to the killer shadows. Um, and... The theater was full. If you notice, every seat had a gremlin in it. Yeah, so there's your number. There's your... Well, and there's some in the projection booth fucking yeah. with shit, and there's some probably other places in there fucking with shit. So that gives you... I don't know how much an average theater seats, but you there's could, a couple hundred. Yeah, yeah. I'd say a couple hundred. So there. Two to three hundred is where I would, I would put their numbers at that yeah. point. 
And that's out of one reproductive cycle from Stripe alone. Yes. And then Stripe slash Spike is sitting there watching the movie. And he goes to get up. And the one looks at him and kind of like, whatever he goes, milk. He says milk duds in his spiky voice because mm-hmm. he can speak. So he knows that he wants milk duds. And then he, so he leaves. He goes up front to find food num nums, I think they called it. And mm-hmm. then this is where you're, you're, he looks across the street. At the it turned out to be a department store, but he sees a flashing neon sign or glowing neon sign says candy. candy. Yeah. So he goes over there because he wants to eat. Yeah. So, so he, he reads, says, oh, candy. That's yeah. what I want. Yeah. Because it could say anything. It could say open. It could say hardware store, but he knows that it says candy. Yes. And he it, can read. Yeah. So yep. in the, the short amount of time he's been alive, I'll say two days at this point, max. Sure. Call it two days. He, he's learned to read. Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder another thing I was just thinking about is at what time frame do they come to the point, and I don't even know if this is a, is a topic, but where they're mature enough to actually reproduce asexually. Like, do they have to reach that point? Like, do they have to be two, three hours old? Because if not, think of the exponential factor of Spike jumping in the pool, getting out, all of the leathery balls pop out, become new gremlins, and then they all jump in, repeat repeat that's millions within however long and let's just say that it takes them three hours to become asexually mature enough to reproduce so what so spike jumps in he produces 200 now they wait a couple hours now that 200 jumps in and i cannot even do that fucking math a lot more 200 times 200 so yeah However many people are laughing at us, but we've never claimed to be scientists or mathematicians. So, but anyway, a lot more. And then, you know, again, exponentially, it just grows and grows and grows if they keep doing that cycle over and over again. Say 200 times 200. Yeah. 40,000. I was going to say 4,000. 40,000. Holy shit. And then that's one, that's two cycles. And then if those 40,000 were to jump oh, in. Oh, I don't even want to know. 1.6 million. So in three cycles, there's 1.6 million gremlins. Yes. Apocalypse. Totally an apocalypse. They would outproduce the human race in a matter of a couple days. Let's say, let's say Spike jumps in, makes 200. Let's say they can't jump back in until the next day. Sure. Let's give them a whole day. Yeah, sure. 40,000 in two days. Mm-hmm. 1.6 million in three days. Yeah. I'll, yeah, it Shit, just keeps it. going and going. Yeah, let's do it. We got another math six now. Times one point six, two point five million. Two point five. Oh, I added. That, that I, can't added. Be, I was going to say that can't be right. Again, we never say we're smart. <laughs> no, what the hell? Oh, I'm doing one point six. That's here. Right. I'll just do one six zero zero Yes, we're doing math on the podcast. All right. <laughs> Sorry. Two point five six billion? Would that be right? It's gonna be yeah. an E. Two point five six E. Holy 12. shit. It has to be. Yeah. Billion. So a billion. Let's just say two billion. Two and a half billion. If any you know math and you're listening to this, that's your mistake. But uh <laughs> two point five six billion, is that about right? Or is that trillion? See one, two. That's million, billion, trillion. Two point five trillion gremlins. And is that three days or four days? Trillion. No, it's more than trillion. More than trillion. The the five sixty is the trillion. Oh, that's there's million. 
Hundreds? There's billion. No, no. There's trillion. That's the next. Oh yeah, million, up. billion, trillion, kajillion, or whatever it is. Quadrillion. Is it quadrillion? Two quadrillion five hundred and sixty trillion in four four cycles. four cycles. There you go. If they all got now, here's my only question: Is in this case when they jump in the pool and they populate, we don't get to see what happens to the water. So they might have to find another. Let's say water they have to find source. another okay, water source. So then source. they go to a pond. Because, yes, that's all it because, takes. Because the the water source is going to have to get larger and larger. Correct. Because you have more of them jumping in. Correct. So okay. So then you go to a pond. Then you go to a lake. Then you go to the Great Lakes. Then you go to an ocean. And you have you've already out you've outpopulated the human race by many many times in four cycles. Let's just call it a week. A week. We'll round up to a week. So if this is an apocalypse, I don't know what it is. Yeah, I mean, if they if they somehow survive the night, mm-hmm. maybe they will, maybe they won't. We don't know. We'll have to find out. <laughs> and then they can find some other water source unless, unless they specifically don't to keep low numbers because are they also cognitive enough to realize if there's too many, they're going to eat up all the resources. Right. Yeah. They'll, they'll populate themselves into extinction. Yes, if they kill and destroy everything immediately, who's going to make the food to eat? They can only eat so much. Maybe they, even if they resort to eating people, mm-hmm. which they easily could. I, I think they probably would. They probably would. Yeah. It's only going to last for so long. Right. You know, uh, I don't know how much, you know. Look at what we consume in other animals with the population we have. Yeah. I mean, holy shit. Exactly. Yeah. So, anyway. You're welcome. Merry Christmas. Um, <laughs> so then Spike leaves to get candy. Then Billy and Phoebe and Gizmo go to the back of the theater, go in the basement, find the gas line. This was clever. It was because I had actually forgotten that he did that. He like un- opens the gas line or breaks the hose or whatever. So gas yeah. is filling yeah, the room. I, I think he takes a thing off and then opens it up. Yep. And I was like, before they even went in and started doing that, I go, man, this would be the perfect time to burn down the theater. I had forgotten that they actually did that. So, yeah. Then he they shut the door so the gas can build up. He mm-hmm. takes, like, a long strip of cloth or whatever and lights it on fire, like, leading the fire away from the door. Like, But it goes underneath the door. Yeah. So then the he's making, like, a fuse. Yeah. It was pretty smart. Pretty smart. This is where his mom's upbringing <laughs> definitely helped him. His dad wouldn't have yeah, thought of this. No. His mom, like, listen... If you need to bomb a fucking building full of hostels, yeah, this, this is, is what I expect his mom to talk about. Listen, when you get, if you have a, you know, maybe she's like, you got a bunch of Charlie in there. Because you know, this is an older movie. Maybe, she, maybe she's in Vietnam or something. I, you know what? I bet she was in Nam. I bet you she was. Fuck yeah, that's yes. that's where that's where she got all of her training. And, Fuck yeah, yeah she's like, you need, to, you need to kill all a bunch of Charlie in there in a building. Think about hitting the gas line, with some fire, blow those fuckers up. And he's like. Mom, I just want a bedtime story. <laughs> and he's like, she's like, but he never forgot. But he never forgot. <laughs> so here's what I don't. Here's what I want to know. With his dad being an inventor, and his mom being a, a badass, com- complete military strategist, badass, fucking special ops, like original Green Beret from fucking you know Vietnam. Those two together. Why do they not have the most successful armament company that's ever been known? Because with her knowledge and willingness to kill, because she kills like that, she doesn't even waste time. Doesn't even give a second thought. Doesn't even blink. And then his ability to invent, that's a perfect marriage right there. 
of making awesome weapons. I like where your head's at, but if you paid attention, his invention sucked ass. They did kind of suck. And the only thing they'd produced together was a pussy-ass child. <laughs> Billy. <laughs> but at least Billy remem- remembered the, uh, the building bomb yes. that he was taught in a bedtime story when he was a kid. <laughs> Once upon a time, when I wanted to kill some Charlies. <laughs> I had them all in one spot. I had them all in one spot. Yep, the building bomb. Yes. Uh, yeah, but his invention sucks. So he would build all this armament, and it would either, now now if he's building for the maybe build it for the enemy, so blow up on them when they're yeah, using it. Go. That'd be one thing. <laughs> um, but then, so then there's they're leaving. They're behind the projector screen, and the movie reel runs out, and then they see them, so they charge the screen, and they're chasing them, and they get to the they get outside, and they have to barricade the back door to keep them in. And they run away, and then the theater explodes, mm-hmm. and it kills all the gremlins but Stripe slash Spike, because he was across the street yeah, in the candy store, or in the department store getting candy because he was hungry. Right. Um, now, so th- I have to quickly point out something about this, this poor movie theater. Uh-huh. This poor movie theater really takes a fucking beating. It does. Do you recognize it? No. Do you recognize the town, the mm-hmm. set? No. It's Back to the Future. Is it? It's Back to the Future set. The courthouse is Back to the Future courthouse. That movie theater is the movie theater that he comes back in and he crashes, crashes into DeLorean into the front end of it. Right. Or into the front of the movie theater. That's the movie theater. That's the street. And that's the courthouse from Back to the Future. Huh. Same set. Yeah. I was like, oh, the poor movie theater's taking a beating. <laughs> it gets blown up in one. Car crashes into another. And I think the original Back to the Future was 85 or was it 86? I don't know. I have to look it up. Because it's in the 80s. Yeah, it's surprising that they used the same set within such a short period of time. It's kind of like the... Uh, I'm not. The Lethal Weapon set with uh, Murtaugh Street and Lethal Weapon. You know, Murtaugh's house, Murtaugh's street. Right. That set, if you pay attention to movies, you'll see that set used several times throughout the 80s and 90s. 85. Okay. So the, the very next year. Very next year, they use the same set and blow up the same movie theater. I'm not surprised because if you think about it, this is before, I want to say before D, or I don't before DVD, but VCR, I think. And so people couldn't go back and watch stuff. No. VCR was out by then. Was it? Yeah. I but then again, the the you know, perfect 80s. example is John Wayne. He made Real Bravo, and then he made Real Grand, and then he made Rio Lobo? But it's basically almost the exact same movie where he's a gunfighter, the sheriff's a drunk, but he's a buddy, and he comes into town to help his drunk sheriff guy, who's who's also, before he gets drunk, he's like a really good gunfighter too, where they respect each other, know each other, but then he falls because of a woman or whatever, becomes drunk. Okay. And then he comes in to try to like sober him up. Like in one, the one, there's a kid with it. There's always a kid with him in this case who's a gunslinger. Um, and the one, he was a he was a kid. And the next one, it was, um, shit, he's an elf. He plays the dad. James Caan. Oh. Young James Caan plays Mississippi. Yeah, okay. And it's basically the exact same movie like three times. He does I it three didn't times. I know that. Oh, yeah. Huh. Yeah. 
One's got like Robert Mitchum, and one's got like a different guy for the sheriff. It's exa- basically the exact same movie. Oh, sure. Very, little variations there, but it's right, the exact same movie. Right, but for the most, right, right. Yeah. So, Man, John Wayne knew how to make money, didn't he? Oh, I'll fuck just, yeah. just make the same movie three times. I think it's the same director. He probably made the same amount of money off each of them, so he just tripled his money. <laughs> I'll be shocked if he the made dude. the same amount of money. He probably made more as each. Cause yeah, he, true, true. Yeah. Yeah. Which another fun fact, did you know that if you watch most of the movies that involve John Wayne, all the production shooting was done before noon, if they knew what they're doing, because he was so drunk in the afternoon that they couldn't really get anything they wanted. I'm serious. Not a whole lot of nighttime shots. <laughs> no, nah, I don't know. About the, they did nighttime shots. I don't know how they did those. I don't know if they did them early in the morning, but he'd usually be, be toasty by late afternoon and it didn't go that's, as well. That's awesome. It is pretty awesome, actually. Uh, so then, uh, oh, they find they see Spike in the window of the department store, and then they go to stop him. Uh, Billy grabs a bat, gets a kiss, I guess, to gave him wood. He got a kiss, <laughs> and then he got wood bat. And he picks up his first weapon of the entire movie. Yes. No, that's well, not true. He had the sword. Had the sword. That's sword. right. Where, did, where the fuck did the sword go? That was a perfect weapon. I don't remember him. I, I Listen, I believe you. But I'm saying I don't remember him having it when he walked to the YMCA. He had it at some point after he used it the first time. I thought it was the YMCA. Maybe I'm wrong. But I know at some point after he used it the first time, he still had it. And he was carrying it somewhere. Because I was impressed that he still had it. But then it disappeared. He must have lost at the YMCA when he ran out like a pussy. That's what it was. Yep. So, which I thought, ooh, maybe you could do, you know, I thought, I thought, oh, I'll touch on this now. I thought, ooh, you know, if you had like some type of cable or even an extension cord and throw it in the pool, I wonder if you could electrocute him to death. But if you notice in the bar scene, the one gremlin was sticking his finger in a, like a, like a lamp without a, without a um, uh, light bulb in there. And he was shocking himself. And he had, like, steam rolling out of his ears. And one had a fire extinguisher and was, was shooting him. Like, he, like, he stuck his finger in there and he, like, I don't want to say liked it, but he didn't hate it. So I think huh. the electricity is not I miss that scene altogether. a weapon against them. Hmm. So just throwing it out there. So, but I was thinking, ooh, try to electrocute him. They're, you know, in water. But apparently it doesn't work. So anyway, so he grabs a bat. And then Spike starts throwing uh, circular saw blades at him like a fucking ninja. Misses, but he's, he's Spike the Ninja. <laughs> Spike the Ninja, and then uh, <laughs> Spike shoots him with a pitching machine. Yeah, that shit that would hurt. I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah. That shit would incapacitate guys. <clears throat> and then he uh, he Daryl's Billy. He would incapacitate you as long as you don't just take one step to the left or the right or the right. Either way, you're or, fine. Or duck. don't just lay there or, or, and let the machine keep shooting you in the fucking face. Billy, anyway. Or, you know, lay on the ground. Yeah, anything. Because it would shoot over you. Anything, anything except for stand right in the line of fire. So, but yes, that's funny what you said. He, he Daryl's him. I like where you're going with that. You know what? But I was, you know what? Maybe he was standing there in front of the pitching machine letting it hit him because there's, you know, only 364 more days till hockey tryouts. So he had to get tough. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's a good fucking uh, pitch right there. Uh, Happy Gilmore. Fuck yeah. Awesome. Um, and then he Daryl's him and shoots him with a crossbow, hits yeah. him in the arm. Ew, that would hurt. Even those, those little mini crossbows, that still yeah, would fucking hurt. Fuck yeah, it would hurt. All right. We we discussed this before, how a real crossbow, like we, just, we were at The Walking Dead, 
that if you shot some something with an arrow, the arrow should pass. No, wait, we just said that Daryl should not have been able to pull back the string of his crossbow with his hands because you're supposed to use that hook device because of the amount of torque to pull back. Mm-hmm. I was listening to something else, and they were talking about this is a pro- professional bow hunter, and he shot a bear in the head with an arrow, and he says that the arrow went in the eye and blew out the back of the skull and kept going because the amount of pressure on the arrow is a compound bow. That, that when you see arrows stick in things, that's not happening because it blasts through. It's at so much power. So do you think that the reason that Daryl can actually pull back the crossbow with his hands is because he's got the poundage turned down so far hmm. that the arrow would just stick in the head hmm. because he's turned down the power? Because he knows so he just needs it to He just needs it to penetrate, it. kill the brain, and pull it out. And he does that specifically so that he can retrieve his bolts and not lose them. Because if they went through the head, they'd keep flying through the woods. Losing them left and right. Correct. Now, I don't know if that would actually work or not. I don't either, but man, you fucking thought about this. I don't have much else going on in my life. (laughs) You really thought about this because that's a very interesting theory. I wonder if you can turn down the torque or the pressure or the poundage. I know you can. I think you can. But to the point where you could hand pull it. Yeah. And then it would be just enough to stick in something, to like even a head, to retrieve. Yeah. Huh. See, I don't know a whole lot about crossbows. I don't either. Comp- a regular compound bow, I, yeah, that's to do that. You just, there's a, on the arm. But do you think you could you... turn it down enough that you could still get a successful shot hmm. from a distance, but not enough that it would just blast through something? Well, that's, that. there's going to be your... Your uh, crux is... It, you shoot it and it goes like three feet and right, it just right. falls in the ground because there's enough power to power it to yeah. target. Because that, that goes with anything. I mean, you just apply that to just handgun technology. The the lower powder charge, you're going to have more bullet drop. Yes. The bullet drop's going to be sooner because there's not enough force pushing it out. So Correct. Same idea. That, that's my thinking. Is it how is that... Yeah. Is it going to translate? Yeah, it would, but it, it is interesting theory about... He does that on purpose so that he can retrieve his bolts. Which because he only again, needs a, it to penetrate the brain, and he's good. He can go get his bolt and go on his business. In an apocalypse, your resources are limited. Yeah. And let's say he's got twelve arrows; those are like gold if you can retrieve them. Mm-hmm. Even if you have to occasionally re-sharpen the steel yeah. on the tip, yeah. you know, until you find more. You don't want to just be shoot. Yes, you want to shoot zombies. You want to kill whatever's coming for you. And so if you had to expend a bolt and lose it, in the long run, it would be worth it to save your life. But you're going to then run out like bullets, where if you can keep retrieving them and reusing them like he does, yeah. it makes sense. But yeah. I found that interesting. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Um, so then he Daryl's him in the arm, and then he grabs something, like Billy does, to block another. I can't remember what he grabs. He grabs something to block another arrow. It, it takes it, he blocks it, he saves his life because he shoots it with something. I don't remember. It was something. I can't remember what it is. Yeah. And I was thinking at this point, where's his mom? Because she would have owned this. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what's sad when you look at the movie like, where's his mom at? Because I bet you she'd have a little more success. Yeah, that's, that is sad. So then Spike grabs an electric chainsaw. The dullest electric chainsaw that's ever been invented. And then he and swings it at Billy, and Billy holds up his bat. To block it. 
And it starts cutting into the bat. Grinds away at that bat for probably now, a good 60 seconds on. without going through it. Do you it. think it's dull chainsaw or because Spike is only 20 to 25 pounds, the amount of pressure he can push down with? Well, that's that's just that's that's contradictory to the rest of what of the groundwork that they've laid for the rest of the movie. Well, yeah. They can drag a full-grown 180-pound man under a desk, but he doesn't have the strength to push. Well, if he didn't have the, the strength bat. to drag the guy underneath, he wouldn't have the strength to push the chainsaw through in a second or two. Correct? Okay, I'll give you that. So, again, I think what happened was he's like, I'm a musical teacher who's not married in his late 40s, <laughs> teaching on Christmas Eve. Thank God. Please release me, sweet death. That's just my thinking. <laughs> okay. Perhaps. I, anyway. I forgot that it was suicide by Gremlin. <laughs> <laughs> but I agree. It took a good 60 seconds, and he still didn't get through. He's just, like, trimming away Grinding at Grinding like, at the back. Yes. Yeah, because, you know, even with electric chainsaw, you, you go through a piece of wood that big in a few seconds. And then uh, we see uh, Howie slash Gizmo finds a Barbie car and starts driving around, which I remember. It was, I remember as a kid, like, it was a cool scene. She's yeah. driving a little car. Um, and then uh, Phoebe is upstairs. She gets the lights on, and the lights blind Stripe slash Spike, and he saves Billy because Billy's useless. Um, then Spike, uh, oh, the chainsaw drags him away because he, like, throws it back, and it, it's like a yeah. motor pulls him along, yeah. hits his head. Uh, then he finds the water fountain that got turned around at the same time, and he finds a gun in the case. He grabs a six-shooter. Yeah. Then Billy's because they leave. They keep loaded revolvers in glass cases. Well, maybe you found the ammo. In the 80s. Maybe you found the ammo. <laughs> what was the eighties? Hey, back in they the, probably did. In back the 80s. in the eighties, you needed to buy a gun and have it loaded ASAP because you don't know what you're going to be facing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a small town. Was, you could have that a, was before the Brady Bill. Roving, yeah, a roving <laughs> gang of who knows what outside waiting for you. Can I need that one? Is it loaded? What do you mean, is it loaded? Of course, of course it's loaded. loaded. What do you think this is? Some communist shop? Background check. Fuck no. Here, take the gun and go. Go kill whatever it is you got to kill. Background check? <laughs> yeah. Make sure what's make sure what you're shooting at has a decent background. <laughs> you check to make sure there's not too many kids behind in the background. That's the background check. That's the, the background 80s. check. <laughs> and that's another thing. Thank God he didn't need it. But this was an 80s movie, so that gun had like 96 bullets oh, or more. Yeah, so that would have been fucking trouble. He could have just shot all, all day long. Day long could have if he wanted to. Whew, thank God for Gizmo and a pink Barbie car, because Billy would have really been fucked with unlimited ammo. So then Billy's injured because he's got the crossbow bolt. Oh, it's still sticking in his arm, or it, it got his arm. Either way, I can't remember. Right? So he's yeah. sneaking around or looking around for spikes that stripe. With no weapon because he decides not to grab fucking like a hockey stick like Casey Jones from Ninja Turtle. Anything. 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 A tennis racket. Yeah. Anything. You know, a fucking T-shirt to swat at him with something. <laughs> something. So anyway, and then Spike is by the fountain and he shoots at Billy like three times. Billy hides because... The guy doesn't have a gun, and you didn't chose to grab zero weapons. Yeah, this is the first time where it was actually justified for him to hide. Yeah, I agree. He, sh- you know, he's getting, he's taking fire. <laughs> yeah, he can't shoot back. He doesn't even have something to throw at him, like a piece of that bat or nothing. So, and then find some cover and conceal. Stripe slash Spike sticks his hand into the fountain, um, and to reproduce, obviously. And then you see Gizmo driving around and crashing into some stuff and doing some cool stuff. And then he ramps off a snow shovel. 
and lands near the window. Spike says, you know, Gizmo in his spiky voice. You know who did his voice, by the way? <laughs> you don't give a shit. Frank Welker. He does, like, a Scooby-Doo voice, and uh, I think he's Optimus Prime. Really? Yeah, he's, like, voices for Huge years. Huge voice actor. Huge voice wow. actor. Yeah, that guy. Uh, I think he did, like, Fred of Scooby-Doo. Like, just if you look up his credits, like the... You're like, he did that voice? He did that Walker. voice? Looking him up now. Yeah, but he's, I think the big ones like Optimus Prime. Like, and obviously did the movies, too. Nice. So, but, uh, I mean, could you imagine, though? I know we're going down the, the rabbit hole. Could you imagine, like, a 50-year career, probably making really good money, oh, yeah. doing nothing but, and I, and I say nothing but, I don't mean that in a disrespectful, derogatory way, but voice work. Yeah. Like, just, hey, man, uh. We're gonna pay 100 G's to come in and uh, do like an hour of uh, commercial work or or, or you know, cartoon. Yeah. Or hey, we got this 12 episode cartoon. Want you the voice for? We'll pay you, you know, 100,000, 200,000 over the. You'd be like, yeah, all right, man. When you, you know, when you need, let me check my schedule because that guy, he's like, oh, uh, when are you thinking? I gotta check my schedule. Yeah, oh yeah, because he's booked. And what did he do for this movie? Honestly, how many times did he even have to? He did some his grunts, a few words, like milk duds. Yeah, Gizmo, milk duds, Billy. Yeah, he, he said Billy. 20 words in the whole movie. He laughs and... maniacally, a few things. So for, let's say, you had to do some re-records, four or five hours work, a day's work. Let's yeah. say a day or two's work even. And he, Let's say he made $15,000. You tell me, I'll work two days for $15,000. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah, his big thing is definitely Transformers. Yes, that's the biggest thing, because he did the movies, too. Yeah, he did all the movies. Yep. Awesome And those career. things make billions. Yeah. Awesome career. And here's another, and here's a nice thing about this, is uh, this guy, he can walk down the street in any town. Nobody has any fucking idea who he is, but he truly is a movie star, celebrity. Yeah. Nobody nobody be, knows who he is. be great. He's probably worth fucking tens of millions of dollars. He's, I guarantee, he's got a couple million in the bank by now. Oh yeah, a couple for million. Sure. He's living, he's living the good life. He's living yeah. a nice, comfortable life. Like you said, he can walk down the street and do anything he wants. If he wants to get a little, you know, he's an older guy now, but let's say you get a little goofy and have a few drinks, and yeah, no one's gonna take. Look, so and so's drunk and no splash paparazzi. over TMZ. Nobody, yeah. nobody gives a fuck about you, so to speak. He has almost complete anonymity. Yes, but still makes really good money. Yeah. God bless awesome. you. It's like being a golfer. Yes. I've always said that golf is the best sports career to have because you can, even if you're in the bottom part of the PGA field, let's say you're in the bottom half, you're still making a million a year, 500 to a million a year if you're playing most of the tournaments. Nobody, oh, fuck you. Yeah. And nobody has a fucking clue who you are if you walk down the road. You're not some front page sports celebrity. You're making good money. You get to, and this is actually not my idea. It was a friend of mine's idea. You're making good money. You get to play. Your job is always in the most beautiful and warm place. They don't golf in the snow. They always golf where it's warm. Yeah. And they all have very long careers because it's not a sport that's hard on your body. Best fucking sport you could get into. Except for Tiger Woods. He's kind of done that to himself. No, no, no. I mean, I think the, the reason that no, 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 that that is off off the court or what do you call it, field or mm-hmm. grass, off the putter, antics. I'm not talking about. I think the reason that his career has declined is not because of his personal life. Because listen, a guy that can go to that kind of stage and perform at his level all those years, that shit ain't bothering him. The problem is, is that if you pay attention to golf, and I don't, I heard somebody else say this, 
is that the way he swings and torques at the ball. Mm. They were saying early on that, yeah, he's going to be good now, but you watch later in his life, you can't keep that up. Your body's going to break down. Because hmm. the way he would just kind of muscle and torque the ball, it was very effective. And he dominated for all those years, but they were, they were saying that it's eventually going to catch up to him. Hmm. Your body can't take that. So that's his form of sport musculoskeletal breakdown from his sport. Yes, because the... the way he would tw- like just power and torque through it. Huh. So what about John Daly? <laughs> that dude, what do you mean? What about John Daly? That fucker would drink and do whatever and go out he's there. A, and... He's the best. I love that dude. That <laughs> he has his own gut and he would oh, fucking yeah. knock. He's like, eh, I'm going to knock the balls around. Love that dude. Doesn't give a fuck. You know he has his own drink now. His own like alcoholic beverage line. I did not know that, it's but awesome. that's fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking awesome and one uh, of them's called the john daly kind of like going off of the uh randy Palmer or uh uh arnold palmer arnold palmer going off the arnold palmer um it's what is it it's instead of what's the arnold palmer iced tea and lemonade the john daly is like it's something else in lemonade. Tequila, vodka, and scotch, yeah, right. all but tequila. <laughs> cocaine. Cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> With a little weed chaser. Yeah. <laughs> and a meth a meth worm in the bottom. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Oh, anyway. He does anyway. he does really have his own drinks. Anyway. <laughs> that uh, listen, that's the most apropos uh, that of all. All right, right so then right. So then Gizmo grabs the shade to save Billy, because again, Billy is fucking useless for the most uh, part. Yeah. And lets the sunlight in. It hits Spike. Spike melts and he dies. Oh, yeah. And the dad and dog show up at some point. Um, for whatever reason. For whatever reason. And then we cut to the, the, the day, or not the next day, but it's that morning, but it's Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. And uh, the news says that it was a riot and accidents that caused it. They don't, don't discuss the old gremlins because, you know, Illuminati <laughs> control that narrative. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Freemasons, Illuminati. You, you get that there. in somehow um, almost every single time. As, as much as I can, as much as I can. So then the uh, Chinese grandpa magically appears in their in their house. Yeah. A little bit of breaking and entering. I'm just throwing it out there. Like totally, they didn't, they didn't let him in. He just appears. Doors open. Yeah, and there's some other like stocky things going on too. Because how did he find? It's not like the guy left his name when he bought when he bought Gizmo. He left his business card. Fuck. Remember at the beginning, he goes, here's my car. You're right, Because he, he hands did. it out to everybody. You're right, he did. He did. Okay, well, that explains that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I miss that He didn't one. use, like, some mystical, can I say kung fu without being offensive <laughs> powers and, like, Chinese, you know, kung Chinese okay. kung fu, whatever. Big trouble in Little China right. powers. Yeah. Um, And then uh, the grandpa takes Howie back because he, they're not fit to have him, which... Yeah. What about not, the money? He didn't. You see, he didn't offer back the money that the dad gave the kid for. Yeah, he does. No, he did not. Yeah, he walks in. He has it in his hand, and he like disgustingly drops the money on the couch. Oh, like did he? wadded up bills. He drops them onto the couch. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, like did they count take it, though? Money. <laughs> no. There's only singles here. I gave him like 300 bucks. Uh, gas money I had to get here. <laughs> <laughs> you cost me the gas money, so I took it out of your bill. I thought it would have been appropriate for the father to give him back the $200 for all of the trouble that was caused. No, but, I agree, but I'm just like, I didn't see the part where he offered him the money. I missed that part. Like, hey, um, you know, there was a transaction. Yeah, you can't yeah. just take it back. Yeah, well, you, you should, but you just shouldn't. Right. 
Oh, and then uh, Howie slash Gizmo wants to say goodbye to Billy and that he can understand him now because he one must just listen and you can hear. Mm-hmm. So if you're speaking foreign language, I just must listen. Let's just listen harder from now on. No, I'm listening really fucking hard. I don't understand. You're from another country, and I respect that, but I'm just listening really hard. I should be able to hear what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. But I'm still not getting it, Polyvoo Fran fucking say. Right. And then uh, Grandpa says that someday Billy might be ready to have Howie slash Gizmo. Why? He was a shitty owner. We kind of covered this already. Like the a terrible, worst. terrible owner. Yeah, the worst. So either Gizmo's lying to Grandpa like, no, Billy didn't get me wet. No, <laughs> he didn't. He didn't feed him after midnight. It was yeah. somebody else. And No, he didn't. Totally. Basically, he let me watch TV and drive a Barbie car, so I'm going to cover for him because he's my bud. And like, no, he'd be a great owner. Really, he would. Just later. Later. Just later. You know, he's mature a little bit. He'd be perfect. When he moves to New York City, he'll be a better owner for Gremlins 2. They had to set it it up for the sequel. That's what they're doing. I agree. But he was the worst owner ever. Yeah, he he will never be ready. No. No. So, I mean, he didn't even get his dick wet with Phoebe. Just it it's out there. Total fail. Yeah. So, and then the dad says some monologue shit, and it was the end. Yeah. That was the end. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. Uh, so, we go to our enemy strengths and weaknesses. Oh, I've got a lot for this one. Uh, go ahead. What do you got for strengths? Oh, shit. Let me find it. I got, uh, do you find it? Let me find it. They go multiply ahead. like rabbits, obviously. Yeah. yeah, their multiplication rate. And now. I put the just the num their numbers and their ease to grow an army by multiplying. And now after we did the math, I, I'm blown away by how how many they can produce that quickly. That's crazy. Uh, highly intelligent. We went over that. Yep. All of the cognitive things that they were doing. They're small, easy to hide, escape. Uh, very strong for their size. Yes, very almost physically impossible. Strong for their size. Yeah, and one of their strengths would obviously be swimming pools. Or ponds or lakes. Yes, yes. <laughs> so what else did you have for that? Uh, uh, obviously, electricity didn't seem to bother him based off those scenes that, I, the, like he said, he was sticking his finger in there, and he was getting shocked, but it didn't kill him. He kind of liked it. Yeah, I did. I missed. I totally was in the bar scene with all, like, all this shit was going. You know, that's interesting you know. that they're not affected by electricity the way we are. But they're always messing with electricity. Yeah, so yeah, that seemed to be one of their. Mm-hmm. It's a good point. That's one now, of their I key go to. They're going off of mischiefs. gremlins like World War II, where they would mess with machinery uh, and stuff. I know they're playing off that, but if that's the case, and we're living in this world because that's how the, we do this, uh-huh. is obviously machinery and that type of thing, electricity. They're they're quick to learn. They they get it, mm. whether it's in, inherent in them when they become gremlins gotcha. or what. Gotcha. Yeah. That's their species. That's their nature. Yes. Okay. That makes sense, actually. Okay. So, uh, and then weaknesses. Um, looks like fire was a weakness. Sunlight, obviously, is the ultimate weakness. Yeah. Um, looks like you're... Other- well, not the ultimate weakness, but yes. Pretty ultimate. Uh, I the mean... The ultimate weakness, weakness is mom. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. That's their ultimate weakness. <laughs> yes. Yes. Her. She kicked the shit out. Of him. Yes, because she kicked the shit out of him at night. When Fair it enough. Was, when it was their time. Fair so okay. Anyway, the second, <laughs> the second is sunlight because they sunlight. melt. Yeah, definitely. You know, um, guns and impact weapons would be per- they're the physical that you sword cut off the head, 
Yeah. <laughs> Nobody shot one, but obviously a blender chewed one up. She stabbed one. So a, right. a bullet's going to kill them if, yeah, if you have, can shoot them. I have any penetrating wet weapon would work yes. against them. Yes, yeah. because they, they don't get penetrated otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> true. Very true. <laughs> so, <laughs> Which is why they're so fucking angry. They're, they're so fucking angry. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so, I mean, a, a shotgun on a flamethrower or anything crazy like that, you shoot them. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else for that? It's the air, water, food, you know, three minutes without air, three days without water, unless you're Gizmo, a poor bastard. Yeah. Three weeks without food. Poor Gizmo. Um, air, they're not airborne, it's not a virus. Yeah, so totally that's fine. Totally fine. Except for they're burning, you know, shit because they're destructive. Water, um, the only thing I would say about water is if they leave water behind after they jump in the pool and transform, I don't know if I'd drink that shit. I'm just, yeah. t- you don't know what type of gremlin cum got left in that water right i would say that it has to be <coughs> contaminated in some way from the whole gremlin jizz and, yeah well yeah blowing the their loads in there jizz, yeah but I mean, it's it's still some type of contaminant right and uh the only other thing with water for humans consumption is since they do um go after and try to damage and break down the infrastructure if they were to, they don't show it in this movie, but if, if, if their existence was continued beyond one night or two nights or whatever, I think they eventually would break down the water infrastructure, all infrastructures, that seems to be their thing, and then you wouldn't have a water supply other than natural water supply. Yeah, I yeah. agree. So. Yeah, I agree with that. So, I mean, but that's a good point. That's a good way of putting it. They do attack the infrastructure. Yeah. So it's kind of their thing, but so I don't want to say like a a boil order. If you get water, unless it's in a bottle, just boil it to be safe. Because yeah. yeah. if nothing else, you know, uh, food, it's fine. They're good. they prepare to eat a shit ton of it though, because they went through all the popcorn and candy and stuff at the theater. Yeah, they wiped so they, out a whole theater, which humans don't even do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you got to think that they they consume a lot. So you could say that the resource is fine, but. The only thing I would say is it, it might be short in that they, they consume so much, you're going to have less for you. Right, and that was only 200 of them. If one, they did go through Over their, one night. Over one night. One so night. they would potentially clean out the entire town, let's say, the next night. Yeah, especially if they went through their, their exponential phase of reproduction. Yeah. Because then you have 200 consumed that much. How much is 40,000 going to consume? And then what was the next step? 1.6 million. million? million. 1.6 yeah. million. How many is 1.6 million going to consume? I wonder if they do, because they are shown to be cognitive, like we said, and pretty smart. They keep the numbers down because they know that they would, and reproduce as needed. Because right. they know they're going to plow through everything. Yeah, probably. Because they're smarter than your average, like just like a zombie or vampire or whatever. Right. Um, shelter. Hmm. You like to say a bunker, yeah, but you have to have some type of air system, and those little fuckers know might how to be get able, into yeah, everything. Exactly. So huh. I don't know. And then you're trapped in a bunker with little bastards. Yeah, I'd almost want to be in the wide open. Yeah, yeah. So I you'd almost be in the wide open with some type of like out in the middle of a field. Yeah, completely open. With no mechanical devices for them to use against you. Early warning as best you can. Maybe you can catch them, you you know, on the vigilant. Maybe if you had walls, like a compound with good lines of sight, people in all the corners, all the walls. I mean, seriously, if it really turned into that and you could 
This is more of a compound thing than a bunker thing, I think. Yes. Yeah, when it comes to your shelter. If this really escalated and you had the knowledge, like landmines, so when you know that, that's a good way to know they're coming. Yeah. They're they're smart, but they're still going to not, they're going to figure it out after a few bombs go off, but at least you know they're out there. Yeah. And one of their biggest going back to their strengths one of their biggest strengths is their their numbers or their ability to have great numbers so if this did turn into an apocalyptic type event you're going to have millions of them out there you're going to need something that takes out multiple enemies multiple targets at a time pistol is okay i mean i have it excuse me i have it in my kit for this one but it's not the most ideal because you're one shot at a time. And when you have hundreds of them coming at you, a uh, magazine of 15, 17 rounds goes real fast and you really didn't even make a dent. No. And that's if you hit, that's if you kill with every single shot. One bullet, one gram. Yeah. 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 So uh, weapons is the next section. So weapons just, just jumped right in. Yeah. I mean, I have shoddy as my first one because of that very reason. A shotgun so you can at least try to take out five, six of them at a time. Uh, I have a kukri knife just to have the sword seem to work well. Got to look badass while you're doing it, too. Yeah, sure. Who doesn't like a kukri? Yeah, love the kukri. You know what a great weapon would be, but it's a little more on the harder-to-find extreme side, is a flamethrower. No, seriously, they, they don't it. like fire. I have it. it might it's like... also bright light, so yeah. you've got kind of like a two-in-one there, but it's not the fuel, the right, because it doesn't just use gas. It uses a special fuel. Yeah, more of a kerosene base. Yes. Yeah. So it's going to be harder to find. It's going to be harder to have. But if you could find one or rig one up, like in Road Warrior on top of your comp, it would be a great tool to have. Yeah, it's funny. I have that in my list of weapons. I yeah. Have flamethrower. I was thinking flares because of uh, the light, the bright light source, and you know, I guess you could use it to burn them. But then I was like, well, fuck flares, just go full flamethrower, and that's why I have it on. But here. in a in a pinch, like it, like you just walk into town or you drive into town, there's gremlins all over. If you have some road flares in your car or something, that, it would be better than nothing. At least it's a it's a light to blind them. You might be able to burn them. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe douse them in some gas and catch them on fire. Something. I'm just saying, it's it's a. That's a great idea. For like a defense system at a compound, mm-hmm. something that basically sprays a an accelerant and then an ignition system, so you can take out multiple at a time. I'm just thinking of, of ways to take out many of them at once because that would be your biggest issue with these fuckers. Is there's just so many of them? Except for you at know? the very end, where Billy's, I guess not Billy, but everyone else but Billy is in one-on-one combat with Stripe slash Spike. That's the only time it was. It's mainly the, the numbers. It's a numbers game. They, they are going to beat you in the numbers. Yeah. So um, I think the biggest. Now, if this went big scale and the military is involved, they could drop bombs and that would kill a bunch. Sure. And, but you're still, if they're able to reproduce, there's a lot. Yeah. So I think the biggest weapon, mom. <laughs> totally. Best weapon <clears throat> is mom. Either mom or girlfriends for the gremlins. That'll. Help stay there. <laughs> aggression. If you could grow or create females, they yeah. and and they'd be like, whoa, 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 we don't need to kill. We just, yeah. you know, total distraction. Total they're, distraction. Now they're there. just pets. That's right. <laughs> anything else for weapons? No. Uh, miscellaneous. Anything? Uh, Corey Feldman fucks everything up. Mom's a badass. Yeah. 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 Very sexual. No. Nope. We cover uh, everything. 
All right, you want to rate it? One to ten. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was thinking about the rating, and then I'm, I'm caught off guard with it. Jeez. Uh, I mean, let's be honest. It's pretty low. There's not, to this date, been anything discovered like a gremlin. An asexual little critter yeah. that starts Cold. off furry, and then if you eat after midnight, depending on the time zone, turns into a leathery gremlin thing that grows out of a pod that has a constant mist and light out of it. Yeah. Totally like a nine or two. No, no. I no. call it a two. A two. We'll say there's some species out there that reproduces like rabbits. That is. Okay. Okay. Evil and could, like, you'd have to fight off. A two, yeah. yeah. Okay. Even it's with, not going to be asexual, but. Yeah. Something not that le- reproduces very quickly. Not sure. unless it would be worm-like and that you cut a piece off and it could grow into Ooh. another one. But that's still. But you know, but you can still burn it and yeah, you can still fight against fight it. it. Yeah. So, is that it? Anything else? Yeah. No. <laughs> well, uh, Feliz Navidad, Merry Christmas. Yeah. Um, it's our Christmas special. So uh, until next time, I'm Drew. I'm Frank, and enjoy the apocalypse. <laughs>